Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! Do you remember what happened last week? Uh, Eliphaz was mansplaining to Job how he must be wrong and bad because he must have done some shit. Because, mm-hmm. you know, he got punished, so obviously he did some stupid shit, right? And why doesn't he just stop? Right, yeah. Complaining and take his punishment. Definitely. And be grateful. Right, so that was basically it, I think. It pissed me off, I could tell you that much. It pissed us both off. Yeah. He's kind of a dick. Yeah. To Job. Yeah. He reprimanded so. him up one side and down the other, and it yeah. was not okay. Right. And he's wrong. He's fucking wrong. He's fucking wrong. 
So, you know, piss off, Eliphaz. Yeah, Eliphaz, eat so my ass. That was Job chapter 15. Sure as fuck was. And today we're going to be reading... Job chapter 16. All right, let's go do this. Okie dokie. Okay, Job chapter 16. Okay. Then... Then... Job replied... Job replied... Quote... I have heard many things like these. But nothing you, so stupid as that, Eliphaz. You are miserable comforters, all of you. Definitely true. Facts, homeboy. Right? They're fucking shit. Mm-hmm. Will your long-winded speeches never fucking end? They seem not to because no. they're so dumb and long. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree, Job. What fucking ails you that you could keep on arguing, assholes? I think it's called, like, failure to be a friend. Right, yeah. Yeah. It's really upsetting me. Right. I also could speak like you if you were in my place. I could make fine speeches against you and shake my head at you. You certainly could. But my mouth would encourage you. Comfort from my lips would bring you relief. Hmm, That would be a good friend. It's almost like what would Jesus do but before Jesus' time. Right. And just be nice. Yeah. yeah. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. You know, as Will Wheaton would have said. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Don't be a dick. Right. Right? Yeah. Yet, continued Job. Right. If I speak, my pain is not relieved. And if I refrain, it does not go away. Surely, God, you have worn me out. You have devastated my entire household. You have shriveled me up. And it has become a witness. My gauntness rises up and testifies against me. True. Yeah, it's it's true. I mean, he yeah. looks as miserable on the outside as he is on the inside. Right, right. And it's God's fault. Yeah. Yeah. I hate it. God assails me and tears me in his anger and gnashes his teeth at me. My opponent fastens on me his piercing eyes. People open their mouths to jeer at me. They strike my cheek in scorn and unite together against me. See, that's people enjoy mm-hmm. other people's downfall, especially yeah. people who are good people. Yeah. They're like, ha ha, you shouldn't have been so good, you fucker. Or you shouldn't have been so bad, you fucker. Whatever. They just like seeing people, like, yeah. they enjoy mm-hmm. people being torn down. Yeah. It, it's it's yeah. an awful trait that humans have. It really is. And it's is. not just his friends here. It's humanity in general. That schadenfreude is real. It really is. And sometimes it's justified and sometimes it's not. Like when you find out that, um, I don't know, Trump got indicted. Right. I'm enjoying that. And and to me, that's a completely justified. Mm-hmm. But generally speaking, who is the person that gets to judge whether it's justified or not? Right. You know, like in Trump's case, obviously we know a lot about his situation and you know, we we feel we have the right to judge because we think we know. Because right? there's proof that no, he has it, done horrible yes, things. Yes. No, I am, I'm like, I'm completely on board with the schadenfreude for, for Trump, right? Mm-hmm. Like, But generally speaking, in an average person, if you see them downfall, unless you're close to them, you might feel a little bit of like, ha-ha, before even knowing the situation. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So who are you to judge? someone else's situation before you know the situation completely. And that's that's the problem with like news broadcasts and things like that. You hear something and you're only hearing one bit of it. You're not hearing the other side. 
And sometimes it's too easy to just latch on and say, haha. Right. You know, and, and I'm not saying that we're always wrong or we're always right, but I feel that's this is why I feel research is important mm-hmm. because you can't just take the point of view of one person or one thing. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Sorry, I, I went on a little bit there. Sorry. You did. Yeah, my bad. You did. My bad. But it's okay, because regardless, Job's story sucks. Yeah, yeah. I hate it. Right. God has turned me over to the ungodly and thrown me into the clutches of the wicked. Boy, if you only knew. <laughs> <laughs> All was well with me, but he shattered me. He seized me by the neck and crushed me. He has made me his target. His archers surround me. This is so repetitive, though. It honestly. really is. Like, yeah, you, you've been targeted this, by God. I got it. You said in this like in the last chapter. A million different ways. Yeah. Without pity, he goes on. He pierces my kitty, kidneys. His and kitty? I did be worse if he pierced his kitty. No, his kidneys. Okay. And spills my gall on the ground. I know I'd be mad if somebody pierced our kitty. Uh, You better not be anywhere near our kitty. Right? Definitely. Yeah. I'll come after your ass. Yeah. Again and again, Job continues. Yeah. He bursts upon me. He rushes at me like a warrior. I have sewed sackcloth over my skin and buried my brow in the dust. My face is red with weeping. Dark shadows ring my eyes. Yeah. I have to I have to interject here. I am very curious about what sackcloth means back then because they always talk about these they put sacks on and sackcloth and burying their head in the ground and shit. And I'm like, what is this crap? It's, like it's it's such it's a weird punishing, ritual. It's punishing yourself and it's an outward show of your trauma. I guess. I guess. It's just it's just odd to me, that's all. Well, I agree. But it is what it is. It is what it is. Right. Yet he continues, my hands have been free of violence and my prayer is pure. Earth, do not cover my blood. May my cry never be laid to rest. Even now, my witness is in heaven. My advocate is on high. How are you calling God your advocate when he literally is not advocating for you? I don't know. My intercessor is my friend as my eyes pour out tears to God. My dude, if you only knew. Like, he is being so mean to you. Right, yeah. No, he's... He's literally screwing with you. Yeah. Um, by killing your goddamn kids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, you should, by all rights, be fucking pissed. I am pissed on your behalf, sir. Right? Yeah. On behalf of a man, he pleads with God as one who pleads for a friend. Only a few years will pass before I take the path of no return. The end. So, okay. I guess I Well, might... I guess he's not talking about offing himself, like, immediately now. Yeah. It's when he dies. Yeah. So, but... But he just, he, if he ever finds out that God did this, like, on purpose because mm-hmm. he had a bet with fucking Satan, mm-hmm. I feel like Job should be like, fuck you. Right. You fucking asshole. Right. What is wrong with you? Like, what kind of petty bullshit is this? And I feel like this story gives people in general the right to say, God, fuck you. Yeah. Like, this is, you did this on purpose as a bet you allowed all of this to go on not for like a plan right but as a game right right and and you did this hypothetically you know the outcome of everything hypothetically you know all and see all hypothetically you're real 
but you know you're not so but if you are if you were this story alone gives anybody the right to be fucking pissed Mm -hmm. you would literally bet our sanity our lives on something just to have fun and and entertain yourself with this with the devil yeah just to be like see i win it's such bullshit such fucking bullshit it really is it's horrendous and there's not many actions that i can defend that god has done like he is just like we've called him a dick how many times in the bible because he is because he is he's a fucking dick and he's an asshole because he's betting with the devil about this guy's life and how he's going to react right fucking crap it is whatever fuck you god yeah in the bible in the bible because you're not real. Exactly. But whatever. All right. That was Job chapter 16. Sure as fuck was. And we'll be back tomorrow with... Job chapter 17. We will see you guys then. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? Uh, let's see. Job was um, saying how much his friends suck, but then he was also kind of extolling how awesome God is. A little bit while still kind of disparaging him. Yeah. And and, I don't know, it seems like he's kind of like angling back towards God, maybe, or something. Right. I I don't really know. At the same time, that's what it seemed like. He's still like, I didn't do it. Right, right. Yeah. No, he's, I mean, he's, he's holding to that innocent thing, which Mm -hmm. good on him because, you know, this is all God and Satan. And his friends are shitty. His friends are crap. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that was Job chapter 16. Sure as fuck was. And today we're going to be reading... Job chapter 17. Before we jump in, though, I do want to mention we didn't do a Patreon episode this week We yet. didn't. I was hoping you didn't notice. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, we need to do one. If if worst case scenario, we'll do um, a book club and a Patreon next weekend. Okay. But we will get to it. So. Yes. That being said, let's go ahead and hop into Job chapter 17. Okay. Okay, so Job chapter 17 yep. is a continuation. We're still in Job talking, got and it. he's still complaining about God's dealings. Got it, got it. Okay, okay. so to continue. <laughs> my spirit is broken. My days are cut short. The grave awaits me. As Man, it... he's stuck on that imagery. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But the grave awaits all of us, my friend. Right, right. In that account or aspect, you're not you're not special. True, true. Surely mockers surround me. They do. They do. They, they you, do. They think they're your friends. Yeah. You, you thought they were your friends. Maybe. Yeah, I don't and know. they are mocking you. Definitely. My eyes must dwell on their hostility. I mean, you don't. Have to. You, you could tell them to walk kick away. rocks. Fuck off. Yeah. You know. Tell them, bye. Right. Give me, oh God, the pledge you demand. Who else will put up security for me? I uh, I mean, simple. What's that one place? Some some simply, simply. Uh, simply safe. Simply safe. Yeah. Yeah. We should get them. We need them as a sponsor. No, they, it's they sponsor sim- like. It's not simply safe, is it? It's simple safe. No, no it's, it's simply, simply safe. safe. You're yeah. right. See, we, they, they sponsor all the other podcasts. They need to sponsor ours. It's true. Right? It's true. You have closed their minds to understanding. Therefore, you will not let them triumph. If anyone denounces their friends for reward, the eyes of their children were, will fail. Okay. I don't really 
know what he's trying to say here. Right, yeah. He's just like, I'm super mad, yo. Yeah, right. God has made me a byword to everyone, a man in whose face people spit. Mm. This is this happened really quick. Yeah, they better you not know? be spitting in my face. I mean, he's only met his three friends came. Did they spit in his face? I wonder. I mean, maybe on top of like chastising him. Maybe it's a metaphorical spitting. Okay, maybe. My eyes have grown dim with grief. My whole frame is but a shadow. Yeah, I, his frame probably he probably has lost a lot of weight in all this. I would imagine. Yeah. I mean. The pain Not eating of, well, the boils, you know. Yeah, that alone, like his health is one thing. And right. then having lost his children and his livelihood. Right. And his wife. I can see him, that. Yeah. For sure. I'm sure he's lost some weight. Right. The upright are appalled at this. The innocent are aroused against the ungodly. Aroused. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am a child. <laughs> Nevertheless, the righteous will hold to their ways, and those with clean hands will grow stronger. Okay. It's like he's saying, like, even though um, I'm being accused, you guys just wait and see. Right. The Could truth, be. The truth will But he has no out. reason to think that. I know. But come on, all of you, try again. I will not find a wise man among you. You won't. <laughs> you really won't. Because they don't know. Right. Because God ain't told him. You might find a wise guy. <laughs> wise guy. <laughs> my days have passed. My plans are shattered. I mean, yeah, but there's still life. I, right. I, I understand that it's sad and tragic. And right. It, you, you lost your children. Of yeah. course. That's, that that's awful. But, but. I mean, yeah, but you can, you can. It's rough. It's rough. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what to say, dude. I know. Like, I don't want to say things will get better because, no. Uh, but things the, won't. Things could maybe not get worse. I know? don't know about that. I don't know about that either. But they could maybe not get worse. But if you had to count on it. I wouldn't count on it. If you were Job, wouldn't no, you be I, like, I assume things will get worse and everything's shitty because it has been to this seems point. Seems like that's the way things are. Yeah. Yeah. That's a the way it's going for sure. So I could see why. But there's not much left to take away, you know. Right. So right. What are you gonna do to him? I don't know. It'd have to be pretty creative at this point, you know. I would have a really hard time trying to cheer this motherfucker up. Right. I mean, and his friends obviously opted not to cheer him up. So. Right. Like I think that when somebody is going through tragedy and grief, like it's not necessarily your job. To make them feel better, but it is your job to sit with them in it and to let them know that you care and you're hurting for, for them. For sure, for sure. And his friends did not do that. Not at all. Oof. Yeah. Yet the desires of my heart turn night into day. In the face of the darkness, light is near. Mm. Oh, it sounds like he's seen, about to yeah. praise God. Yeah. If the only home I hope for is the grave, if I spread out my bed in the realm of darkness, if I say to corruption, you are my father, and to the worm, my mother, or my sister, where then is my hope? Who can see any hope for me? Will it go down to the gates of death? Will we descend together into the dust? The end. I Okay. So. He what? seems very torn, yeah. which I get, I get. But you know, it's like he can't decide if he's defending God or mad at God or both. Right, right. And it seems like both. A little bit, yeah. But I do question why he's sitting with his friends. Because here's the thing. There's like passive conversation where you guys are just like 
philosophizing at each other and you're disagreeing, but not in an accusational way. Right. And then there's what his friends did. Right. But I mean, this could all just be one like short daily conversation. Like we've been doing this over multiple days. Right. But Mm -hmm. I mean, they're all just having a conversation here. That's all. Yeah. But I don't see why he hasn't told them to leave him the fuck alone. And he kind of has a little bit, sort of. He's told him to kick rocks a little bit. I don't feel like he said it hard enough. No, definitely not. I, but I wish... he also is distraught and broken over what's happened. So, I mean, it's a little hard to... like. I mean, he's probably coming from a place also where he can see why they're saying the things in that day and age. You know, they people would judge you for yeah. having bad things happen to you because that's that's what most people... That's what they would have seen in people that had bad things happen to them. Oh, you must be not right with God. God must be punishing you. Right, and so he's going back and forth between, I must be punished, but I don't understand why. Right. And surely I deserve this, but I don't feel like I do. Yeah, I think I think he's a little confused himself, maybe. I just feel like I would have told my friends, you know what, I'd rather be alone right now. Thanks, but I'm, I don't want you by me right now. Right, no, I definitely... And he hasn't left the conversation. Right. Like, well, it wouldn't be a good story if we're just, like, listening to, you know, Joe speak on a mountaintop or something. Uh, we've done it before, though, with people. <laughs> so I don't, I just, I don't know. I don't like that his friends were so abusive to him and he's just like, that's toxic, you know? Right. No, and I, I know I that that's not the subject of this, but just so you know, if your friends are being mean to you in your hour of need, they're not really your friends. Right, right. So... Right, so I, I don't know what else to say about that, but uh, no. that was uh, Job chapter 17. It sure as fuck was. And we will be back tomorrow with... Job chapter 18. We'll see you guys then. Yep, bye. Husband! Wife! Do you know what we're doing? We're doing a long overdue Patreon special. We sure as fuck are. Yeah, and uh, I think we're going to delve into something that a lot of people might be interested in because we did talk about... Some of this on a previous episode because mm-hmm. we, we wanted... didn't we didn't have a Q and A really, so we had to go into some other shit. Yeah, and we wanted to rabbit hole this. Yeah, and so guess what? I'm rabbit holing today. What are we rabbit holing? The Seven Laws of Noah. Oh, exciting! Yeah, yes. I am very curious about this. I am so excited and interested, and and there's some controversy. Oh, it's it's good it's stuff. Good stuff. You're gonna want to hear it. Okay. Well, if you are not a Patreon member. This is it. This is all you get. Ooh, it sucks to be you guys. Honestly, you should really sign up because this is a good end. Yeah, just $2 a month gets you access to these episodes, early access to episodes, and ad-free. So if you hop over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse, you can sign up right now for as low as $2 a month and get the rest of this episode. And I highly recommend it because this is a good end. I also highly recommend it. All right, let's uh, let's go get into the seven laws of uh, Noah. Noah. All right, let's do this. Okie dokie. Okay, so we are going to talk about the seven laws of Noah. Okay. But I got to ask you a question first. Sure. Do you know what Mosaic law is? I do not. But I'm assuming it's something to do with Moses. Right? I had to look it up because I was like, I know what mosaics are. <laughs> right. Like when you make art out of like stones that right, are gathered yeah. together yeah. or something like that. Sure. Yeah. And so I kept reading it going, what the fuck is mosaic? Like it, it didn't dawn on me. But 
um, Noah, the seven laws of Noah are also referred to as the Noahide laws or the no, Noaki, Noakian, no, Noakian laws. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, you will hear me refer to the Noahide laws further on. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But all of that is the same. The seven laws of Noah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. And they're a set of. Uni- oh, wait, wait. What did this have to do with the Mosaic laws? We're going to talk about those as well. Okay. All right. Do you know what the Mosaic laws are? The Moses shit. The Moses shit. Yeah. I mean, the, that's what I just said. The Ten Commandments. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll talk about those in a minute too. Well, you just kind of left it hanging out there. I was like, what? Are, you brought it up and then you just kind of ditched it. I'm like, what What are you talking about? Well, because um, we have Mosaic versus Noahide. Okay. And so the Ten Commandments versus Noah's laws. Yes. Okay. Kind of versus. Got okay. Sometimes versus. Yeah, sure. Okay. So Noah's laws, the seven ones, they're, they're a set of universal moral laws, which according to the Talmud were given by God as a covenant with Noah and with the sons of Noah. And the oh. sons of Noah is in quotations okay. because that refers to all of humanity. Right. So not just like his because kids. Because that was still back when we were talking in grandiose, you know, tribes and peoples and stuff yes. like that. Yeah. And, you know, how we're all supposed to descend from... Noah's right. people. Yeah. So um, when when I refer to Noahide laws, that is a set of rules that applies to all of humanity, not just Jews. Okay. Okay. Yep. So here are the seven laws. Ready? I'm ready. They include, number one, prohibitions against worshiping idols. I'm pretty sure that is like one of the Ten Commandments. The yeah. first one, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, number two is cursing God, which I think taking sure, his that, name in vain is one right, too, right? Yeah, yeah. Number three is murder. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's also it's in there one. also, yeah. Mm-hmm. Adultery and sexual immorality is number four. Right. I think that one's in there. I'm pretty sure that one's on there. Yeah. Number five, theft. Right. I think that's on there. I, I believe you're right. Yeah. Number six is eating flesh torn from a living animal. Okay. I don't think that's on there. But like... Do they mean so? I mean, you can cook it though, right? Just like it doesn't specify. It just like if you cut it away, is it okay? But it's just the tearing action. (laughs) What is it? What is it exactly? I I don't know. It didn't get into that. Okay. All right. You were if you were a Jew, you'd know. I guess. I guess. Maybe. I don't know. Oh no! What happened? Well, this is a special Patreon episode, actually. Which means that they need to go to Patreon and subscribe as a patron in order to listen to it. Okay, well, I guess that we are going to go do that now. Yeah, just head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Become a member for as low as $2 a month and you'll have access to all these special things and, and goodies too. So, you know, go do that. So this was just a teaser. Yeah, teaser. Okay, just Bye. checking. Okay. Bye. 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 Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? Job's life sucks, blah, blah, blah. Job was kind of getting right with God, maybe, blah, blah. Uh, his friends still suck, blah, blah, blah. I think he said something about they're spitting on him or something. Yeah, blah. He also mentioned something about um, a worm or a darkness. And- I'm just, I'm kind of getting a little 
you know, sick of yeah. hearing Job whine Look, and go on and his friends bitch and complain. It's, it's the same thing that we keep saying. He has every right to be upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. Right. No, I get it. I'm with him. It. Man, this is just. But it's. Wow. Do we have to read it, though? It's getting a little much, you know? Yeah. It's a, it's a little long winded. It's, it's painful. And like, not I think, like. I think, I think I get the gist. Can we get mm-hmm. it to the point, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Like That's all. You, you're repeating yourself. You're saying the same thing ten different ways. But I imagine we probably have to hear more about his friends, you know, bitching at him and right. him defending his actions. And, and we're going to go on like this for a little bit longer. So Well, there's 42 chapters. And, and we're not even halfway through. No. Yeah. I keep hoping that there's going to be another chapter where God and Satan are arguing. I'm looking forward to something where there's, you know, something other than... Job and his friends going back and forth. Forward progress. Yeah. Like, we're, I feel like we're just, like, at a standstill. Like, we couldn't even hardly do a, a Q&A this last week because, like, what? It's, it's just It is what same. it is. It's just the same shit. Yeah. They're complaining and he's proclaiming his innocence and God is still great, but what the fuck? And, dude, dude, you know, total sympathy. You lost all your kids. You got boils. I, you know, I'm with you. but But, like, I get it. Like yeah. let's let's figure out what to do now. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm ready to figure out what to do. I'm hoping it's coming soon. I wish, or they, at least the beginning of it. I wish they we would see a chapter where he breaks up with his friends. That would be that cool. would be awesome. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. I don't think that's coming, but I, I don't either. We can hope. We can hope. Yeah. So anyway, that was Job chapter seventeen. Yeah, sure as fuck was. And today we're gonna be doing Job chapter eighteen. All right, let's jump into this. Okay. Okay, Job chapter 18. Okay. Then, then. Bildad the Shuhite replied. Bildad the Shuhite. When will you end these fucking speeches? I'm with you, Bill. <laughs> I mean, but... I could say the same thing about them. Seriously. All of you guys. His friends are kind of going on too, you know. Yeah, yeah. Be sensible and then we can fucking talk. Why are we regarded as cattle and considered stupid in your sight? Because you are stupid and you don't know what the fuck's going on. They're being judged. Okay, they're they're your judgmental neighbor who's going, you should da-da-da-da-da. Why don't you just. Without knowing anything about a situation, you know. Yeah. Like, fuck off. Like, yeah. that's how I feel about those types of people. Yeah. You just shut the fuck up. Right, right. So, yeah, I'm going to judge you for being an asshole and for judging me when you don't know anything about it. Exactly. He continues, you who tear yourself to pieces in your anger, in your anger. I mean, you only lost 10 kids and have right. boils. Yeah, why would you be angry? It's just a little trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is the earth to be abandoned for your sake? No. I'm going to go with no. I mean. Although he did briefly want everybody to suffer on. Yeah. Um, some day or whatever. like His birthday. His birthday. Yeah. 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 But I mean, like, he's allowed to be bitchy, you guys. Let him alone. Right. Besides, you guys are the ones that kind of accosted him about this. Right. Or must the rocks be moved from their place? I mean, I, mean, I sometimes move rocks from their place. Um, today I was babysitting a toddler and he was running all over the yard Did picking up any, rocks. He moved, so he moved some he rocks moved from their place? He moved lots of rocks and Got sticks. Gotcha. Rockies and stickies and plowers, yeah. yellow plowers. Yeah. I mean, if I'm mowing and there's a rock in my way, I'm going to move it from its place. Because if you don't, it'll break the mower. Right, yeah. So 
I don't see what moving rocks from their place has to do with anything. This is dumb. We're being dumb. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That was dumb just then. Okay. Bildad continues. The lamp of a wicked man is snuffed out. The flame of his fire stops burning. Snuffed out and stops burning. Same thing. Again with the repetition. Right, right. But he's calling his friend a wicked man? I guess. Okay. Yeah. All right. The light in his tent becomes dark. The lamp beside him goes out. Okay. All, all the lights the, and all the yeah, lamps the and all the snuffed out. and dark. Got it. Okay. The vigor of his step is weakened. His own schemes throw him down. Mm. It sounds I, like karma, like what comes around, goes around to bite you in the ass. Right. You right. reap what you sow. Sure. Got it. Again, he's blaming him for things mm-hmm. he knows nothing about. Right, right. Yeah. His feet thrust him into a net. He wanders into its mesh. Oh, my God. That reminds me of... There's this Richard Scary book, which if you have kids, you guys, you need to read these books. They're <laughs> so fucking cute. They're all like primary colors. And um, I had a whole bunch of them when I was a kid. And um, there's one where Mr. Cat or Dad Cat or whatever. I can't remember his name. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, he's walking along reading his newspaper and he's not paying attention to where he's going. And you know what he did? What did he do? He walked right into cement. Wet cement. Oh, man. Not yeah. that. Oh, man. Did he get stuck? He got stuck and he shit. had to be pulled out. You know, that shit only happens in cartoons and comic books and It's stuff. the cutest. Lowly Worm is the best. <laughs> he is so cute. And in the books, like, he, he's hidden on almost every single page. Like, you, you kind of like a Where's Waldo, like, find Lowly the Worm. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, there's another one where um, there's a bunch of rats on a ship and... Um, they come to steal stuff and cause, and, and they're going to, they're going to take the lunch of this other ship and the lunch was pie cause they're pie rats. Pirates. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me that's not cute. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm horrible for dad jokes. <laughs> it's cute. Richard scary. Two R's. Uh-huh, yeah. Yep. Yep. His feet. Thrust him into a net. He wanders into its mesh and also into wet cement. Mm -hmm. A trap seizes him by the heel. A snare holds him fast. A noose is hidden for him on the ground. A trap lies in his path. Man. Jesus. He's got all kinds of problems. Right? I mean, it's like a tea kettle blows and an oven turns on and bags Go around your head and you suffocate. How many medieval trap scenarios can I come up with? You know, that's what we're going through here. Right? I, <laughs> I'm just like, ugh. Terror startle him on every side and dog his every step. Mm. Woof! Dog. Not that kind of dog. No, 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 I know. Calamity, calamity, calamity is hungry for him. I mm. like the word calamity. Yeah. Yeah, it's better than chaos, and we don't hear calamity enough. No, yeah, we should definitely use calamity more often. Mm-hmm. It, it's hungry for him, that calamity Got it, is. yeah. Disaster is ready for him when he falls. Okay. Isn't the fall itself a disaster? Could be, depending on how far you fell and what you're falling into. Jiminy Christmas, this is so... I just... I'm out of words. I hate it. It's, it's too much. Yeah, like, yeah, we get it. We get it. It eats away parts of his skin. Yeah, it does. <laughs> He's got boils. Right. Yeah. Death's firstborn devours his limbs. Mm, man. So this sound like this guy. I mean, he's he, this is gonna be rough for Joe with all this happens. Mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. 
he is torn from the security of his tent and marched off to the King of Terrors. Not the King of Terrors. Who's the King of Terrors? I have no idea. I might have found us a question. Possibly. What's a a King of Terrors? I'm assuming it's Satan, but I don't know. I haven't heard that one. I've heard Father of Lies. Right, right. Old Scratch. Yeah. And But King of Terrors, huh? I've never heard King of Terrors. No. Yeah. Fire resides in his tent. I thought we snuffed the fire. <laughs> Burning sulfur is scattered over his dwelling. Hmm. Well, that okay. would indicate demons if you watch the show Supernatural. And so all they need to do is just get some salt. Right. Just salt. And iron. iron and iron. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And also call Sam and Dean. They'll right. Come, they'll yeah, come they'll help, help you out. Yeah, mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. sure. His roots dry up below and his branches wither above. Yeah, that happens. Mm. The memory of him perishes from the earth. So who cares then? I mean, the memory of most people perishes from the earth. Right? So. That's my sister's biggest fear is really? that nobody will remember her when she's gone. I'm good with it, really. But I'm like, but you'll be gone, though. Yeah, you won't give a fuck. You'll be gone. Right. So who cares? But it, like, really bothers her that, like, probably her her grandchildren might know her name. Right. But her great-grandchildren, very unlikely. Right, right. And then her the next generation down won't, won't even give a lick that she lived. Right. And I'm I mean, like, that, that's that, basically that true. Is, yeah. That is what happens. That right. is, you know, life keeps going right and we die and it's sad and then it's not sad anymore because life keeps going right yeah i mean it's just one of those things we don't we don't all get to live in infamy right unless we do something like major and if that's really a concern then do something major you know sure make a thing but even then your name still might fade over time right we can't all be shakespeare right (laughs) yeah exactly the memory of him perishes from the earth. He has no name in the land. Well, Job kept his name around for quite he some time. He sure did. He is driven from light into the realm of darkness and is banished from the world. Not that. No. He has no offspring. Well, he does, but, but he they're did. dead. He did. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, he probably could have more because... Right. He's know, not dead if yet. If he had 10, he could probably have 20 sure. more. You sure. Know? Why not? Or descendants among his people. So no offspring or descendants. Right. That generally would kind of follow. Right. Right. Yeah. No survivor where once he lived. So again, is that with the descendant thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Just we got to make sure we cover it three times. Three times. So that way yeah. we really drill it home. Yes. Okay. Yes. Got it. People of the West are appalled at his fate. But the East, they're good. Well, and they don't mean like West, like America. They just mean like. The West in that little corner that that they're familiar right, with. Right, which I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Um, Italy. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like Greece. You but know? I mean, seriously, though. Like, that's what they mean by West. But what is... Whatever. The West, meaning that land over there. Okay. Yeah. Um, they are appalled at his fate. Mm. If they remember him, which I thought you said they didn't. Right, right. Those of the East are seized with horror. Oh, there we go. There's the people of the East. Yeah. They have seized. different, slightly different reactions, apparently. Well, one is appalled and the other is seized. seized. Right. Okay. Okay. Surely such is the dwelling of an evil man. Such is the place of one who does not know God. The end. 
Okay. You don't know God, so you're... I mean, okay. I don't know God. No, but I mean, this this friend yeah. is looking at Job. Job and saying, you don't know God, you evil son of a bitch. Right. I think it's time for them to go. Yeah. Like, you guys need to you guys need to go. This, I'm done. You need you need to pack up your shit and get the fuck out of here. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not saying that you need to, like, leave altogether, but you do need to leave me. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. If you're going to stay, you, shut the fuck up. If right. you're going to go, if you're, if you're not, then, then get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I can't with you. Right. I, I call trespassing. Yeah. You're, you're trespassing. Get the fuck off my land. I need to be... Get the fuck out of here. I need to be allowed to mourn in my own time and be as bitter and angry as it as as I want to be or as I just am. It's almost know? like his friends are part of the curse of what's happening to him. Yeah. Like, good God, man. You're, you're having to endure all this shit that happened to you. And then on top of that, you, you have to... Listen to these fucks go on and on about how shitty you are. Right. For chapters and chapters and chapters. Oh, my chapters. God. It's awful. I hate it. Yeah. I, I hate him but, and I, mean, I hate I, his I friends. I also don't, like, you know, Job's going up, excuse me, on and on and on about all kinds of shit, too, so. He is, but, I mean, he has the right to, but right. the only reason that we have to listen to him is because we have to listen to his stupid fucking friends. Right. If right. we didn't have to listen to his stupid Job fucking wouldn't friends. wouldn't be going on and on if it wasn't for his friends going on and on. Right. So. It's like a vicious circle of shittiness. It really is. And snuffed candles and whatever. <laughs> and darkness. Fires that go out and leave you in the dark. Nooses. And all kinds of shit. Traps. 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 Yep. Some trouble. It's just some trouble. It is definitely some trouble. Yeah. All right. Well, that was Job chapter 18. Sure as fuck was. And we will be back tomorrow to find out what else friends are going to say with... Job chapter 19. We'll see you guys then. Yep. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? Uh, yeah, Bill Dad was, uh, account- or he was going over what uh, was going to happen to Job. Yeah. And there was lots of snares and traps and, you know, shit. Because Bill Dad was Bill Bad. <laughs> For fuck's sake. I was waiting all my life to say that. <laughs> and so, I mean, basically, it's it's the, the, the whole thing that we've been going over mm-hmm. thus far. His friends are extolling how shitty he must have been. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so here we are. So they're like, you suck. And he's like, nah, man, nah. Right, And I right. think that. 
that's probably the chapter we're going to read maybe, today. Maybe, but maybe him. one maybe one of his other friends have got a. Do they go back to they go back Job and, and then? Oh, okay, that's right. Okay, I think maybe. Maybe. Right. We'll see. Maybe the friend's going to, who knows? Who knows? Something's going to happen. Well, obviously. Somebody's going to say some shit. Somebody's going to say some shit. And then we're going to say some shit. Yep. Okay. So that was uh, Job chapter 18. Sure as fuck was. And today we'll be reading. Job chapter 19. All right. Let's go do this. Okay, Job, chapter 19. Okay. And I was right. It is back to Job. Back to Job. Got it. Back to Job going, nah, man. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Then. Then. Then Job replied, how long will you torment me and crush me with words? Well, at least 19 chapters, it appears. (laughs) Ten times, ten times you have reproached me. Wait, has he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Each of his... Like, not each of them individually. Like, all together, I guess it could be ten times now, maybe. Y'all have talked shit to me ten times. Has it been ten times, though? Probably. Maybe. I mean... And it depends on how he's counting it, too, right? Maybe they took, took like, a five-minute breather between one of the spiels or something. I feel like we should go back and count. Right? Yeah. (laughs) Shamelessly, you attack me. If it is true that I have gone astray, my error remains concern alone. If indeed you would exalt yourselves above me and use my humil- humiliation, humiliation against yeah. me, then know that God has wronged me and drawn his net around me. Though I cry violence, I get no response. Though I call for help, there is no justice. Right. Everything he's saying is facts. I mean, so, like, yeah, you you're in a world where people believe that you get punished for things you do bad mm-hmm. and they don't have the sciences. Right. You know? So like, they, I mean, not that people don't believe those same things today, but there's less of it, you know, like you don't, you're not really held to the bad behaviors, the bad things that happen to you. People generally feel bad for you, mm-hmm. not like chastise you for the shit that befall. Like if your kids die, People aren't generally going to chastise you. And say, well, you must have done something to deserve that shit. Right. But obviously, times were different, maybe, back then. Uh, obviously. And <laughs> just a little bit. I just can't imagine, you know, like, it's awful. Right. Like, this is this is awful. He has blocked my way so I cannot pass. He has shrouded my paths in darkness. More darkness. More darkness, yeah. The darkness. Mm-hmm. He has stripped me of my honor and remove the crown from my forehead. He had a crown? Hi, apparently. Damn. Man. I, I think it was a metaphorical I crown. I know. I I'm, didn't know I'm that having you fun. knew. I'm having fun with it. I didn't know that you I'm knew. just like, what, what happened to his crown? <laughs> it fell down. <laughs> like Jack and Jill. I feel like we should be, what's that, uh, that singer that's the crown, the crown? Like sings a song. I got nothing. Crown. What are you talking crown about? On your, crown on your head. What? Mm. It's a female singer. We like her, and she has synesthesia. I might be saying that wrong. Oh, Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. Is that, is that the person that's singing? Oh, you should see me in a crown. Is that her? Is that yeah. her or is that somebody? Okay, that's her. Yeah, that yeah. one. Yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, they played that at uh, the end of the first season of, um, oh, what was it called? Um, Key. Lock and Key. Oh okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yeah, and that was a good. That was good. That was so good, right? That that walking around. Oh yeah, that was a good song for that scene, right? Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, sorry. He tears me down on every side till I am gone. He uproots my hope like a tree. Um, How do you uproot a tree? Tornadoes generally, I think, do the trick. How many tornadoes do they have in the Middle East? You know, I always wonder that. I don't know where tornadoes exist and where they don't exist. I don't either. That's, I don't know if uh, they like, actually exist there. I wasn't asking, like, you know, to be silly. Like, I right. was really curious. Yeah, like, I am. I'm kind of curious, too. I don't know the climate Are over there. Are there tornadoes in the Middle East? I don't know the like, answer to that. All I can think of is desert. Right. And that is such an ignorant perspective. And is it like, you know how, like, a tornado on the water is a cyclone. Is there, like, a name for a tornado on a sand, like, on a, on a desert? Uh, um, like a, a sandblaster? A sandstorm. Or a, uh, a sandstorm is all I got. Yeah, I don't know. Or like, um, oh, when my sister and I were taking a road trip through uh, Texas, we saw tumbleweeds. And it was the first time that we ever actually saw tumbleweeds. Yeah. And they're for real. And they're just these. <laughs> they're not just in cartoons, guys. They're just, and they're exactly how they look in cartoons. This big, <laughs> dumb, bouncing ball of. Just trashy weeds. Right, yeah. And and they bounce. And, and they just like, da-doing, da-doing, <laughs> da-doing in the wind. And they look so stupid. Right. We were just laughing at them like, how fucking dumb is that? There's <laughs> a bunch of fucking weeds rolling around. So maybe right. it's like that. Yeah, could be. I don't know. Yeah. His anger burns against me. He counts me among his enemies. Oh, come on, Joby. This is so repetitive. Yeah. His but he's also, you know, I have to say, because we've been we've been talking about his friends and how they're speaking without knowledge of what they're speaking of, right? Mm-hmm. But he's trying to put words in God's mouth. He's saying yeah. that he's... You hate you me. Hate, right. Which yeah. isn't actually the case. So right. Job is actually wrong right now. No, he is. Definitely. But Not that he's unjustified. I mean, if somebody is poking me with a stick, right. I'm going to think that they must hate me No, I, I totally agree. But, like, everybody's just... Speaking out their ass right now. And it's true. But Job don't... has reason. His friends are just fucking stupid. Sure. Sure. In my opinion. Job definitely is more informed as to the situation than his friends are. Well, you know what? Even if his friends really believe that, they're still fucking mean. I agree. I so agree. I'm still on Job's side. It's just that oh, he's so repetitive. Right. Right. His troops advance in force. They build a siege ramp against me and encamp around my tent. I mean, see, he's just saying it a thousand different ways. I know, yeah. He has alienated my family from me. No, dude, no, he, he killed, killed them. them. Yeah. <laughs> my acquaintances are completely estranged from me. Well, this is true. Well, aside from the three that are no, chastising those you. are the three that well, yeah, are estranged, estranged from yeah, him. Right. Yeah. My relatives have gone away. My closest friends have forgotten me. Okay. 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 My guests and my female servants count me a foreigner. They look on me as a stranger. Mm. I, I thought they all died. I thought they did too. Just mm. the ones in the places where in the fields or something. Yeah, and then the, the house ones servants the, are still around. The ones with the kids, they died. Got it. Okay. I guess. I sure. Know. I summon my servant, but he does not answer, though I beg him with my own mouth. Hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Oh. So apparently, he's lost all power. Hmm. With, so what are the servants doing? Are they just like looking at like him, like his who the fuck remains, do you think you are? Like, yeah, what's going? On? Or maybe his wife's in charge now. Maybe they just don't oh, listen yeah. to Job, but they maybe listen to his wife like, now. Maybe they're like, no man would lose his ten kids. Right, you right. can't be the boss. Yeah, my breath is offensive to my wife, 
I mean, I mean, halitosis have, is hell, you know. You do have boils, my guy. <laughs> so, like, no offense, it, if you have boils, I would love you, but from afar, right? You know, right, yeah. I am loathsome to my own family. Your family being your wife, right? Because that's all that's left. Yeah. Well, I mean, he said he had other family, but they left. So yeah. the only one left around that I know of that might still be there is his wife. Right. So. Even the little boys scorn me. When I appear, they ridicule me. Rude. Yeah. You should sick a lion or bears. Bears. Yeah. You should sick bears. 42 of them, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But only if they call you bald, right? Well, I mean, or boil. Yeah. Boily, boily, you (laughs) have boils. All my intimate friends detest me. Those I love have turned against me. I am nothing but skin and bones Mm. and boils. Yeah. <laughs> I have escaped only by the skin of my teeth. I've always wondered about that phrase, like, do teeth have skin? No. What does it mean, by the skin of my I, teeth? I think that's the whole point, you know? I don't know where it originated from, but the point is that your teeth don't have skin, so, you so know, it was a really you... thin margin. <laughs> right, right. Have pity on me, my friends. Have pity, for the hand of God has struck me. Why do you pursue me as God does? Will you never get enough of my flesh? Yeah, I, I mean, maybe, I probably, yeah. So he's still just going, nah, man, nah. Right. Oh, that my words were recorded. Were. That they, they were written on a scroll. They were. <laughs> that they were inscribed with an iron tool on lead. I mean, you go too far. <laughs> or engraved in rock forever. Absolutely not. Dang. I know that my Redeemer lives. And in the end, he will stand on the earth. And after my skin has been destroyed, yet in my flesh, I will see God. I myself will see him with my own eyes, my own eyeballs. He knows I this, huh? am not another. How my heart yearns within me. This sounds like something a Christian wrote, not a um, Jewish person from early It'd way It would be interesting to find out the time frame as to when it was written. It really would. you know, there's a lot of things that are, I mean, I I, I don't know. Maybe, and it's possible also that it was written pre-Christianity and maybe edited after Christianity that also. That is true. It's just when he talks about God as his redeemer, that's a Christian phrase. That's not a Jewish phrase. Right, but there's also, we know, you, you said this earlier on when we were in this, that we know for a fact that God at some point is going to come down and talk to Joe. Yeah. Right? So that's the writer knows this is going to be happening, so mm-hmm. he's alluding to some of this stuff. He's foreshadowing it, you know? I know. It's just that we've never heard anybody refer to God as their redeemer up until this point. Right. And that is a very, very Christian phrase. But there hasn't really been anybody that was worth redeeming. That When they did stuff wrong, they knew they did shit wrong. They had to grovel before God to redeem themselves not the other way around, with the Old Testament God. No, yeah, I totally... In this case, he didn't do anything. Right. This is the so, first time that somebody has required redeeming from God, like, to, has required God to redeem them for them. Right, it's just that referring to him as my redeemer. Right. Like, just, like, that's a nickname that we just use. But maybe like, this is where Christianity pulled the idea of redemption from, instead of the other, right, you know what I'm saying? All like, right, all right, I'll let you have it. I'm not. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that maybe this is 
part of where it stems from, possibly. I guess. I, I'm, it's just, I'm just like hypothesizing It's out of place, is all I'm sure. saying. Sure. No, it's I will grant you that. It's out of place in, in the writing and the speech pattern. It's completely out of place I with totally all the other stuff that. we've read. I grant you that completely. But at the same time, Satan's also in this chapter. I know. And that's completely Weird. out of place, too. Although, no, because we have at least heard about Satan before early yeah, on. A brief, a brief mention earlier on, um, but it wasn't it wasn't like in story form. It wasn't like a, we didn't get to hear about That's Satan true. at, that you know, true. ad nauseum. Right. Uh, not that it's been ad nauseum, but I mean, he is definitely a part of this story. So. Right. Right. If you say how we will hound him since the root of the trouble lies in him, you should fear the sword yourselves for wrath will bring punishment by the sword. And then you will know that there is judgment. The end. <laughs> It sounds like he's just saying, you think I'm bad? Just wait. Fuck you. Right. You're going to tear your shit up. Yeah, you're so wrong, you're going to die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With a sword. With a sword. Of wrath. Yeah. A yeah. wrath, wrathy sword. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't All really right. know what else to say. Yeah, Job. Job, Job. is uh, Job. He's still Jobin. He's still Jobin. All right, that was Job, chapter 19. It sure as fuck was. And we will be back tomorrow with... Job, chapter 20. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? Uh, Job was rebuttaling his uh, rebuts and from his rebuttals and his you know friends and stuff. He was jobing around. He was jobing, yeah. He was just jobing around. Job was jobing. Yeah. And uh, he's got something about a sword. He's got swords. He's and... like, God will show you a thing. Right, yeah. God's going to get back at him. He's he's going to vindicate me. For their words. For, yeah. For the things they're saying about him. Yeah. Which, you know, aren't great. They yeah. aren't great. They aren't great. And Job has every right to be angry. But I don't mm. know. I don't know about murder. I don't know about that whole God will vindicate me either. Yeah. I'm not good with anybody murdering, even God. Mm. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, that yeah. is what it is, I guess. And I don't necessarily believe that God will vindicate him, honestly. I, I don't. Who knows? We'll find out at some point, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. So, anyway, that was Job. Uh, not Job. You did that last time, I did too. that last time. Job. Job. Job, chapter 19. Sure as fuck was. And today, we are reading... Job, chapter 20. Let's get into this. Okie dokie. <laughs> Okay, Job chapter 20. Okay. Ready? Ready. Then. Then. Zophar, the Naamathite. Okay. One of his other buddies. Buddies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So nice. Replied, my troubled thoughts prompt me to answer because I'm greatly disturbed. I bet he is. Yeah, you are. <laughs> you are disturbed. I hear a rebuke that dishonors me. And my understanding inspires me to reply. So he's hearing Job say, you're wrong and shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And God's going to come, you know, let you know you're wrong. And he's like, I, how dare you? I know a thing. Sit back. Let me tell you some right. stuff. I'm inspired to tell you a thing. Is that, is that the gist of it, I think? Yeah. 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 Okay. Surely, Zophar continues. Surely. Surely. Not you- confidently. Right. Surely. Surely, you know how it has been from of old, ever since mankind was placed on earth, 
that the mirth of the wicked is brief. The joy of the godless lasts but a moment. I mean, okay. still with all what the What does that evil. have to do with anything? Though the pride of the godless person reaches to the heavens and his head touches the clouds, he will perish forever like his own dung. <laughs> Just like shit, it doesn't last. Shit always rots and goes away. I mean, I don't know. Shit actually kind of inspires new life. It does. It? You know, it's like, fertilizer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't want to put my shit. I don't like shit. You know, it's not fun. It doesn't smell good at all. At all. But I mean, you know, it does help, you know, bring life. It about, does. It so. does. Those who have seen him will say, where is he? He's in the shit. Where'd he go? He in shit. (laughs) Like a dream, he flies away. No more to be found. Banished like a vision of the night. I wonder if he flies like an eagle. Into the sky. (laughs) Fly like an eagle. It's the future. Into the future. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Into the future. Yeah, that one. Yeah, exactly. I had to think about it. Sorry. The eye that saw him will not see him again. His place will look on him no more. Places His, generally look at things? My place, place looks at me all the time. Does it? Okay. No. Actually, it does. Oh, because we got we that security system. That security yeah, camera. Right. It does look. Oh, does my look God. Good. Y'all, if you don't have, like, one of those ring doorknob doorbell things <laughs> or, or whatever similar um, company, if it's not a ring one, um, you need to get one because it is so fun to fucking spy on your neighbors. <laughs> Seriously, like how many times a day? I, I don't know if you do this. I don't. How many times a day do I? I think I did when we first got it because it was just novel. I didn't even finish my question. You do it a lot. I do it a lot. But my question is how many times a day do I pull it up when I see that a person has walked by? A lot. Every time a person walks by, yeah, I'm like, I'd... who are you? Where are you going? What are you doing? <laughs> but it does help me because... Um, sometimes I see that it's the mailman and then I'm like, oh, we got mail today. Yeah. At our new address. Because we so. couldn't just check it when we got home, you know. No, but I'm already at home. Right, right. And I see it and I'm like, oh, the mailman brought us mail and that's exciting because when we first moved in, we didn't get any mail. Right, right. I mostly like it for the telemarketers. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> it's a lawnmower. <laughs> It'll just take a minute. I'll make it real quick. <laughs> Okay, sorry, sorry. Yeah, so yeah, far, yeah. still yakking. Ready? Yeah. His children must make amends to the poor. His own hands must give back his wealth. I ain't giving back shit. <laughs> <laughs> the youthful vigor that fills his bones will lie with him in the dust. The poesy here is just too much. Yeah. Though evil is sweet in his mouth and he hides it under his tongue, though he cannot bear to let it go and lets it linger in his mouth, Yet his food will turn sour in his stomach. Mm, yeah. Like a Sour Patch Kid. So, so bad. Yeah. It will become the venom of serpents within him. Ooh, venom of serpents in my tum-tum. That wouldn't, that wouldn't work out very well. No. Yeah. Meow. He will spit out the riches he swallowed. God will make his stomach vomit them up. He will suck the poison of serpents. The fangs of an adder will kill him. He will not enjoy the streams, the rivers flowing with honey and cream. Man, I miss, where are these streams that (laughs) flow with honey and cream, man? All these snakes with venom getting in your tum-tum. Yeah, that's some crazy shit. 
What he toiled for, he must give back uneaten. He will not enjoy the profit from his trading. Mm, okay. For he has oppressed the poor and left them destitute. He has seized houses he did not build. But he's acute. He's saying things that are bad, right? Mm -hmm. But are these things Job did? No. It doesn't sound like he's just throwing shit out. He's, he's like, like evil people do evil, and they're gonna right. suffer because they're so evil. And here's some of the evil that the evil people did. Right. Not you, Job. But, but you did something on this list. Surely. Right. Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> surely he will have no respite from his craving. He cannot save himself by his treasure. Nothing is left for him to devour. His prosperity will not endure. Mm. In the midst of his plenty, distress will overtake him. I oh, mean, that's wow. what happened. Right. That's literally what already happened. Right. He had plenty and distress overtook him. Right. And it wasn't his fault. But that's what they're saying, though, is that... But, but they're saying that it is his fault, obviously, because right. he had these consequences happen to him. Yeah. So, and they're like, you're reaping what you sow, asshole. Right. And it's like, you already said that for like 1000 chapters. Right. You already said that. Yeah. The full force of misery will come upon him. You mean like having all his children die and getting boils that, and his wife hates that's him. That's pretty and his fucking miserable. Stinks? Yeah. Yeah. We get it. We get it. You think he got what he deserved. So right. why are you still hanging around? Like, honestly. Rubbing it in. You, know? you think he's an evil son of a bitch. Why are you still here? Right. Go the fuck away. When he has filled his belly, God will vent his burning anger against him and rain down his blows on him. Though he flees from an iron weapon, a bronze tipped arrow pierces him. Mm. It's always the bronze tip that gets you. It is always right? the yeah. bronze tipped ones. Yep. Yeah. He pulls it out of his back. That's a Bad idea. You're not supposed to do that. Yeah, you got to leave it in and let a doctor do it because, yeah. you know. So that they can sew you up right quick. Right. He pulls it out of his back, the gleaming point out of his liver. Oh, I hate it when it hits my liver. Oh. The bronze ones in the liver are never good. No. Yeah. You're not supposed to get struck in the it's liver. bad shit. Terrors. Terrors will overcome him. Oh, my gosh. Total darkness lies in wait for his I mean, treasures. I suppose terrors would overcome you if... I mean, if all my kids, if 10 of my kids died, right? I'd have some terrors. Yeah. You know, like that's tragic. That's if horrible. I, if my whole body was suddenly covered in boils. Right. On top of that, too. Like, like I okay, mean, geez. I get unhappy when I get a pimple, you know? <laughs> I couldn't imagine if my whole body was covered in boils. Right. And, and I had some halitosis and some evil, right? you know, all that kind of stuff happening. Well, the halitosis is probably from the snake venom from the adder in his stomach. Right. That's my guess. Or from his liver getting sliced. Probably, yeah, that could be too. We should call Doctor House and see if he knows <laughs> what the prognosis is here. It's true. Yeah, we did just watch an episode where the one guy gave his liver to, um, his wife was it or something? No, it was his sister. His sister. But then he had neglected to mention. Oh shit! Guess what? My liver is fucked. Right, because he had Hep C. Yeah, and he's like, but she will go and die. Yeah, well, she still died. Yeah, and it's all your fault. <laughs> a fire unfanned will consume him and devour what is left in his tent. Okay. The heavens will expose his guilt. The earth will rise up against him. <sighs> mm. 
A flood will carry off his house, this rushing is, waters on the day of God's wrath. Gonna have, like, don't you think just one way of dying is enough? I mean, why do you gotta list them all? It's like you're gonna die a hundred like different a flood. Oh, a fucking, you know. That reminds me of that. Song. Earth will rise up against you. Dumb ways to die. Right. So many dumb ways to die. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. I'm probably just gonna get like a copyright infringement now. Why? I didn't even go 30 seconds. (laughs) Plus, it's not like my singing is good or anything. There you go. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll just bank on that. Such is the fate. God allots the wicked. The heritage appointed for them by God. The end. Okay. I got a big yawn. Because that's how I feel about it. Mostly you just had to yawn and you wanted an excuse to Mm -hmm. to yawn. I've been yawning this whole time, honestly. I know, yeah. Oh, I'm trying so hard not to, but it's like, oh, Job. Job, your friends are a bore. You're a bore. Yeah. Honestly. That and we were out late tonight, so we're doing this kind of late. Yeah, but even so. Right. This is nothing we haven't already read. No, you're right. It's just a different version of you suck so hard. Yep, yep. For no known reason. Right. Just that we think you do. You think you do. And then so, therefore, it must be true. Here's here's what I want to know, though. Honestly, like, when I said, why don't they leave them alone then? Like, mm-hmm. honestly, like, what is their purpose here? What are they trying to get out of these conversations they're having with Job? I don't know. Accept your fate, you sucker. Reader's benefit, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, this is audience benefit at... Oh, sorry. I'm just so fucking tired of this shit. Um, so they're not really trying to get anything out of it. They're just doing right. it to do it. I mean, that, that's what I would imagine. You were working towards something here. Can we where, get there, though? No, I mean, we will eventually. When? I don't know. These chapters are tiresome. They, I mean, apparently. You're yawning a lot tonight. Oh, they're so repetitive. I don't, I don't like repetitiveness. Right. Repetition. That's the word. Repetitiveness. Repetition. Yeah. But at least it's not like plans to build the ark. Uh, or yeah, yeah. names of every fucking relative in the Bible. Right. Right. So it could be worse. It could. It It has been worse. It has been. I need to keep that in mind. It just doesn't feel like it in the moment. Because it's like, Jesus Christ. Plus, we are getting to something. But I'm just like, when? We're already at chapter 20, and we've had 20 chapters of either, Job, you suck. You brought this on yourself. Or, no, I didn't. Also, I want to die. Well, there's 42 chapters, so I would say sometime between now and 42. Fuck off. (laughs) Such an ass. All right. Anyway, that was Job chapter 20. Sure as fuck was. And tomorrow is Saturday, and we'll be back with... Q&A Saturday. Which means on Sunday, because we skipped one this week, we'll be doing a couple, which would be our... Patreon, as well as our Sacrilegious Book Club. And then I've got to get the weekly replay together, and Mm -hmm. then we'll be back on Monday with... Job chapter 21. All right. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you know what today is? Today is Saturday. Q&A Saturday. That's but right. But we're doing it late at night. Yes, we are. <laughs> but it's still Saturday as we're recording, so fuck as off. We're, as we're recording, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, you got some uh, cues to A? 
I do. Remember we had a question about King of Terrors. Only vaguely. We had a question about King I'm of sure Terrors. I'm sure you're right. I just, we did. you know, things go out of my brain. And then we were also like, I wonder if Jews believe in an afterlife. Yes, I do remember that. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to rabbit hole some of that shit. Sounds good. Because mm-hmm. you know, it's hard to talk about the Job shit. It really is. So I was like, nah, fuck Job. Right. All right. Sounds good. Let's get into this. Okie dokie. Okay, so we did have a question about what the fuck is a king of terrors. Yeah. And that was in Job chapter 18, verse 14, which goes, He is torn from the security of his tent and marched off to the king of terrors. Got it. Okay. I I don't remember what that was in reference to, nor do I care really. Sure. Um, But we had a question about what it was. Well, it was Job lamenting, blah, blah, blah. His hope is gone kind of thing. That's what he was talking about. His his hope is torn from the security of his tent. Okay. And it's being marched to the king of terrors. Got it. So the king of terrors is a, a euphemism for death, either as an idea or as the personification itself. Got it. So, okay. um, it was also more in more recent times an idiom for cholera or even more recently in history for cancer. Like, Got it. So nothing the, good. No, no. It's always death. Like like if you say um, the king of terror, that old king of terrors, cancer. Got it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we just we use it as a euphemism. Sure. So it's either like a guy like um, death of the endless, like in The Sandman by Neil Gaiman. Right. You know, like the personification. Sure. Or just the general idea of death. Okay. Okay? Yep. So in answering death question, I was kind of going through other stuff. And then I remembered that in Job chapter 17, verses 15 and 16, um, there's a question that said, where then is my hope? Who can see any hope for me? Will it go down to the gates of death? Will we descend together into the dust? Right. Okay. But our interpretation said the gates of death, but um, other interpretations that are older mm-hmm. um, say the gates of Sheol. And I was oh, like, okay. let's talk about Sheol a little bit. Yeah, what's, sure. What's a Sheol? Right. Right. So um, Sheol is a place of still darkness, which lies after death. Okay. okay. It's, a su- it's also, also, yeah. in addition to that. A subterranean underworld where the souls of the dead went after the body died. Hmm, that sounds familiar in other cultures. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. It's a place where both the righteous and the unrighteous dead go, regardless of their moral choices in life. Okay. okay. So it's just like... Everybody goes there. Purgatory kind of thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's either a generic metaphor describing the grave into which all humans invariably descend. Right. Or it's an actual state of afterlife within Israelite thought. Okay. So it, it's one another one of those that it's either an actual thing or a metaphor. Got it. Who could know, right? Yeah. Eventually, though, it was considered a place of punishment met for the wicked alone and was equated with Gehenna in the Talmud, which I'll get into in a minute. Okay. Okay. When Hebrew scriptures were translated into Greek around 200 BCE, uh-huh. the word Hades, which is the Greek underworld, right. was substituted for Sheol. 
because oh. Hades is just the underworld. Right. Right. It's just where the dead yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So nowadays, Sheol is recognized as a more neutral term for the abode of the dead. So again, it's just underworld, purgatory. The idea of afterlife evolved mm-hmm. in the religion itself. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's interesting to me mm-hmm. because if if this is a true word of God, if this is a true statement of things that are right per mm-hmm. God, yes. Why do things evolve? Why do ideas of things evolve? Well, so um, it's just interesting, right? Like that aspect of it is interesting. There's more than one answer to that. the The obvious answer is because it's all a bunch of shit, sure. and yeah. as we learn more we realize that it's nothing but myth and legends, right? 100%. That's that's the true um, asshole version right. answer, right. okay? The, the more studious and scholarly answer would be that as um, times progress and um, more learned scholars um, opine on these things and philosophize, they have deeper understandings and as also more... Uh, scriptures come to light and they start piecing together clues from different sure. texts, then they're able to come up with better ideas. I guess. Okay. Sure. That, that's the more smarty pants answer. Right. So yeah. the asshole answer is because it's all fake. Yeah. And the other answer is because they get smarter over time. Okay. I Yeah, I guess. Okay. So. I mean, I, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Right. But at the same time, I'm like, I kind of call bullshit. I feel like they just wanted a, a place of punishment instead well, it, of just a neutral, dark place. It didn't start out as a place of punishment, and it's right. not seen today as a place of punishment. In Jewish lore. In Jewish lore. Because Sheol and and Hades or whatever. Is just is, the underworld. Right, but that became kind of hell. It did, but it's not viewed that anymore. And I'm, I'm going right, to get right. into that okay. because... That's what Gehenna is. Right. Okay. Got it. Got it. Which is separate from Sheol. Sure. Okay. Okay. So it's important that you recognize that Sheol was an underworld, then was kind of like hell, and then again was more just underworld grave. So the current look is kind of more like it's the river sticks. It's like just where everybody goes before they cross over to whatever. And more than that, it's just kind of a metaphor for the Israelite grave. Sure. Okay. So. All right. It, it it went from one extreme to the other and then kind of has reached a like middle, like meh, more scholarly, metaphorical. It's just a grave. Okay. Okay. Yep. Okay. So now Gehenna, right? Right. What the fuck is that? Right? Yeah. Because I always thought that Sheol and Gehenna were the same, but they're not. Okay. Okay. Right. Gehenna, there is an actual place called Gehenna that hmm. you can like actually visit today. Okay. Okay. It's the Valley of Hinnom, which is a historic valley surrounding ancient Jerusalem from the west and southwest. Okay. It's also known by the name Gehinnom, which um eventually became Gehenna. Got okay? it. Yeah. So it was first mentioned in the Hebrew Bible as the border between the tribes of Judah and Benjamin in Joshua chapter 15. Oh, okay. okay? Yeah. And I, I remember when we read that going, oh, okay, yeah, Gehenna, I've heard of that. I know right, that right. thing. Right, right, yeah. Okay? It's the site where some of the kings of Judah sacrificed their children by fire. Do you Got remember it. that? Kind of, yeah. So that's that's where it became associated with hellfires. Got it, okay. okay? 
Um, it became associated with divine punishment in Jewish apocalyptism as the destination of the wicked. Okay. Because that's where children were sacrificed. That's where right. um, they started burning bodies and trash. It was just like these fires that never ended. And so Gehenna kind of became translated into this metaphorical, I'm going to throw you in Gehenna. You're going to go to Gehenna. Right. So this evolved as well. It did. It did. Um, and there's still not agreement in different uh, Jewish sects and scholars do not agree on like what it means today. Sure. Sure. Okay? The King James Version translates both Sheol and Gehenna with the Anglo-Saxon word hell. Of course they do. Of course they do. <laughs> right. But it would be more appropriate to refer to Gehenna as hell than Sheol. Right. I gotcha. But, the, I mean, it. It so the James, the sorry, King, King James Version mm-hmm. is very one, like, it's very single-minded one, in its, its purpose. It's one-dimensional right. and single-minded, yes. So, I mean, it makes sense. And to admit that there are other places of death other than heaven and hell mm-hmm. would be... A travesty to what they're oh, trying yeah. to do with that book, I guess. Definitely. I mean, that's just yeah. my that's my guess. It's it's very childish. Sure. Honestly, right. With their these thous and you know all of the fancy poesy that they try to make it have, sounding like fucking Shakespeare wrote it or whatever. Right. Um. At the end of it, it's still very fucking childish. Yeah. Yeah. Gehenna is not mentioned in the Torah in the sense of hell, though. Nevertheless, some rabbinic texts maintain that God created Gehenna on the second day of creation. Interesting. Even though that's not in the Yeah, no, it's definitely not there. Other texts claim that Gehenna was part of God's original plan for the universe and was actually created before Earth. Okay. Which there are other um, myths and legends like Lilith was created before Earth. Eve and you know what I mean? Like there's all these, well, it's not in the Torah, but we just know. Sure. I don't know how we know, but we just fucking well, know. Well, I'm, I'm assuming those are mostly Jewish lore would yeah. be my guess. I don't really know that a hundred percent, but I mean, there's a lot of Jewish lore and there's a lot of things that are not in the standard quote unquote Bible. Right. So, I mean, and those things generally you find them in the Jewish lore. So. Right. But not in like their main texts which is the torah right right so i i just still find it very interesting no definitely definitely so gehenna became a synonym for hell due to its morbid prominence in jewish religious texts because anytime they refer to it it's always as fires and um child sacrifice yeah like that exactly so i mean it just makes sense that the two became synonymous yeah Rabbinic thought maintains that souls are not tortured in Gehenna forever. The longest that one can be there is said to be 11 months, Hmm. with the exception of heretics and extremely sinful Jews. Of course, those ones are... Those ones, they get to stay there. Right, yeah, extremely sinful, yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. Now, while I was reading up on all this stuff, I came across the name Abaddon. Oh. Yeah, that's an actual thing, not just a name that was on the show Supernatural. Gotcha. Okay. Okay, all right. Yeah. Um, Abaddon actually means destruction or doom, and the Greek name for Abaddon is Apollyon, meaning destroyer. Okay. Okay? Yeah. And, again, this is both a place of destruction and an angel of the abyss. So, you see how all of these have, like, double meanings, right? Yeah. Like, is it a place? Is it a person? Is it a 
a metaphor for a thing, we don't know. Right, okay? right. So it means destruction or place of destruction when used with reference to a bottomless pit, often appearing alongside the place Sheol. Okay. Which is interesting. Yeah. Um, oh, I accidentally... Scrolled too Just far. Scrolled too far. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. In the book of Revelation in the New Testament, an angel called Abaddon is described as the king of an army of locusts. Okay. And more. Um, like there's a big old um explanation, um, like uh many swords and, and a monster with all these different faces and shit. Like he's okay. scary. But this we just kind of uh, left it there got for it. this one, okay? Yeah. Because um, we definitely have not got to Revelation yet. No, we have not. <laughs> we have not. And so I try to like, ah, don't look, don't look. Right, You know, right, I didn't want to yeah. spoiler myself. Yeah. Okay. Um, in the book of, oh, no, I just read that. Sorry. Um, the Protestant commentator Matthew Henry in 1708 believed Abaddon to be the Antichrist. Hmm. Okay. That's a leap, but okay. Well, I mean, the Antichrist is supposed to foreshadow. I thought the Antichrist was like part of the the end of time type mm-hmm. thing. So mm-hmm. why would he think that Abaddon in the old and because you know, like that's that's weird. No, not necessarily. Abaddon is mentioned in the Book of Revelation, which is where we talk oh, about the okay, end of time. Okay, times. okay, okay. So he's like, yeah, when they say um, Abaddon, and they also say Antichrist, those are the same. That's, that's his thing. So, like, Abaddon is going to rise from Gehenna slash hell and become, like, that's the Antichrist. Not, not necessarily. The Antichrist, much like Jesus Christ, is supposed to be a person born of man. Okay. So not rising from anywhere. But he will embody, Ab- Abaddon will embody that mm-hmm. person, apparently. In, In that person's thinking. take of yes. it, whatever. Yes, yes. Okay. And and will become like a world leader who unites us all with one common belief system and one language and one money and sure. that's why you know some mark of the beast all that shit yeah modern day Christians like freak the fuck out because you know that's what when the EU happened and all of Europe decided to use the euro yeah that they were just freaked the fuck out they were like it is the end times it's it's like we've set ourselves up to where we can never unify the entire world nope cuz <laughs> once that happens then that means it's the end times right so Either globalization that... is bad didn't you know like i mean to some extent you know it depends like I... in capitalism and economic senses yes it's bad but in like knowing what's happening on the other side of the planet and working together to make a better earth and right. to, you know, make sure that all of us together have healthcare and food and homes and, you know, clean water. Like, I always thought the idea, like growing up, I always thought the idea of like the United Nations mm-hmm. was just such a beautiful idea. So did I like planet earth bosses, you know? Right. Right. But like, Separate, but, you know, working together. Yes, right? to make the planet together a, a better place so that we all have the basics. But it has, like, zero power. It, that makes me sad. It really does. Like, it when really I does. found out that, and, oh, my God, my mom and dad are, like, so anti the UN. <laughs> and so I was always like, I don't understand why, but I, if I ask, then. But it could be biblical. It could be because of the reasons we're yeah, just talking about right exactly. here. Exactly. You know, like, exactly. if the world comes together. Right. It's in times. But then yeah. again, shouldn't they celebrate that? 
Uh, yeah, see, I don't you know. know. What I'm saying like I don't, I don't. I would get think the... if you're a Christian and you're about to be raptured, you should be like excited, right? right? And that that's what what like it's that's one of those um, juxtapositions that I did. I use the right word there. No, no, but that's yeah, okay. that I didn't think so. Anyway, it's one of those um, things that I just never understood. Right. It was you. You want to be raptured. You want the glory of God or whatever, mm-hmm. and yet you, you dread don't want the, the things times. that are going to bring it. Yeah. So, yeah. wouldn't you like some? They they claim to welcome it, mm-hmm. and they're like you know glad that the rapture is coming, right? But at the same time, they rail against the things that would bring it. Yeah, it just it makes no sense to me. Well, think of a uber Christian with cancer. Why are they getting cancer treatments? God clearly thought it was their time, right? Right. But my goodness, they will be in there getting that radiology treatment, won't they? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so that was uh, Jameson Fawcett. No, that was not. That was a Protestant commentator, Matthew Henry. Okay, moving on. The Jameson Fawcett Brown Bible Commentary from 1871 and Henry Hampton Halley from 1922 identified the angel as Satan. Oh, okay. So they just skipped right over Antichrist and went straight to Satan working against God. Got it. Okay. So I was like, okay. That that's a big do, leap. Do but, what you do, right? You know, there the met there's a Methodist publication called the Interpreter's Bible. Yeah, and it states Abaddon, however, is an angel not of Satan but of God, performing his work of destruction at God's bidding. <laughs> okay, it's the whole um, Satan in the Book of Job is only allowed to mess with Job because God gave him permission. So okay. Satan is a tool of God. You know, evil evil is only allowed to exist at God's will. Yeah. Well, I mean, that would to to admit otherwise would be um I, I don't Admitting know. Admitting like, that God ain't all powerful that's, and well, doesn't I mean, rule that, everything. That's one of those things that like it's hard for I I think even religious people, if they really have to think about it, that's a hard one. It is. You know, that that's that's a hard thing to wrap your head around. Yeah. The, the lack of the lack of power of God or the the lack of involvement um, to stop evil by right. God you know it, well it's all they they sweep it away it's all God's plan right, it's, right. It's, it's not ours to understand but it's, it's, God works in mysterious ways that's one of those things that just <laughs> God works in mysterious ways <laughs> there right right Phew. I almost panicked but then I swept it aside with some like just phrase I tossed out and now I feel so much better right Phew. right. I was almost in a panic. <laughs> Jehovah's Witnesses mm. also believe Abaddon is actually a, a representative of God, concluding that Abaddon is another name for Jesus after his resurrection. Holy shit. So is Abaddon the fuck? an angel, Satan, or Jesus? Or Jesus. <laughs> Who fuck? fucking knows, right? That's ridiculous. That's... Like, talk about not getting your story straight. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So now that I was, like, going down those rabbit holes, it made me think, okay, well, we were talking about death just now. And then I remember that you and I were asking, do Jews believe in an after Christ? Uh, after- <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a Freudian slip. An afterlife. Not right. an after Christ. Yeah. No, but that's funny. Do Jews believe in and afterlife. I, I I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know the answer to that. I kind of don't know either. But um, even after having written all this. Yeah. Okay. And this is a long bit. Okay. okay. All right. Because 
there was just so much and I just kept like adding more and I was like, oh my God, this, and I had to stop at some point. Yeah. You so, were doing this for hours. I'm like, Jesus. I was, it was so interesting. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Okay. There is no evidence before 200 BCE of Jewish belief in a personal afterlife with reward or punishment. Hmm. Okay, okay. So at one time they were like, no, we just die and we're still there, but we're just in that grave in Sheol. We're in yeah. afterlife. We're right. just there. Yeah. Okay, we're neither punished nor rewarded. Okay. Okay. All right. According to Ezekiel chapter 38, the war of Gog and Magog, do you remember us talking about that a little I bit? I do, I do. Is a climactic war that will happen at the end of the Jewish exile. Okay. Apparently we're still in the Jewish exile. Sure, okay. okay? According to biblical commentator and rabbi David Kimhi, this war will take place in Jerusalem. However, Hasidic tradition holds that the war will not occur as the sufferings of exile have already made up for it. Okay. So, I don't so know. So, it's, it's either going to happen or not happen. Yeah. Oh, okay. And we don't... And we, there's no... I mean, yeah. Do you again, know the answer? Again, get your story straight, guys. <laughs> right, right. And the afterlife is known as, quote, the world to come. Okay? Okay. Like, the Christians call it the end days. The Jewish call it the world to come. And it's related to concepts of the heavenly garden of Eden or paradise. Okay. okay. And versus that is Gehenna. Got it. Hell. Okay. Right? Yeah. So. But these ideas didn't really come into being until about 200 BCE. After. Yeah. After 200 yeah. BCE. Okay. Exactly. All right. Okay. So we've got heaven and hell, but heaven is um, the garden of Eden, paradise, okay. and yeah. hell is these fires. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I did not get into it here, but there are a whole bunch of different, what they call compartments of hell. Okay. Which I knew that the Catholics have like the circles of hell, like the seven circles of hell. Yeah. And have you heard of that? I have, I have. Okay. And then, um, there's, I forget what other religion has like just different compartments, but the Jewish have different compartments of hell. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And they also have different compartments in heaven. Right. Okay. Okay. So I didn't realize that. I didn't know that the Jewish did did all that. Got it. So they got break it. that shit down. So hard. like over here you got your murderers, and over there you got your thieves. Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, the accepted Jewish law is that it's impossible for living human beings to know what the world to come is like, and that's why we don't know. Got it. Not because it doesn't exist. Not because there's no text explaining it, but because once again. It's not for us to know. That that's that's always a convenient so excuse. Convenient. Like you know, it's just not for us to know. I bet if you mm. just told me, it'd be fine. Right. You know, right? <laughs> <laughs> or hell, take a picture. You know. Right. Exactly. Um, there's this Jewish philosopher um, who became in, an influential Torah scholar in the Middle Ages named Maimonides. Okay. Okay. And he was mentioned a lot. Um, he had a lot to say on these different topics, and so he's quoted a lot. Okay? Gotcha, yeah. Um, he says that any non-Jew, like you and I, for example, sure. who lives according to the seven laws of Noah is regarded as a righteous Gentile and is assured of a place in the world to come. Hmm. So I've always... so. But, but let yeah, me just cut you off real quick. I'm okay, sorry. Right. I don't know what the seven laws of Noah are. I started to open that, and I was... I had already, like... like 
gone so yeah, far so that I was like, you know what? That's another hole. day. Yeah. That's another but, day. But it brings me to an idea that I've always had growing up when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, why do I need to have religion if I just live a good life? Like if I'm, and and I, I know. Because they, God needs to be worshipped and right, 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 praised. Right. No, and, I, and I get that after we've been reading the Bible. But I never right. understood Same. how any God could be like. Yes, you've lived a good life, but you're still punished because you're you didn't worship me. You're going to hell, you son of a bitch who didn't worship me. What do me? you mean? I just, what the fuck? Right. It's like fucking screwed up. Like, I donated everything, and I gave away all my worldly goods, and I adopted kittens and children, and, like, I'm renowned by everybody as giving the shirt off my back, and, like, I've done all these good deeds and, you know, made millions and gave them away and started, like... Um, humanities for habitat. Or, I don't know. Fuck, man. Whatever. I mean, it's almost like, like, so, I, I've done great, good things, but nope, I didn't worship. I'm going to hell to burn. Imagine you're a car salesman, right? Mm-hmm. And you sell like 20 cars in a day. Mm-hmm. It's a ridiculous amount. But anyway, 20 cars. Okay. okay. And um, and then you get to the end of the day and, and you're like so excited because you made so much fucking money. And then your boss is like, yeah, I'm, I'm really sorry. You, you did a great job. But you didn't clock in. So we're going to have to give all your sales to this other guy. Oh, my gosh. That is a great analogy. I mean, I'm just like, but it's like, so stupid. And you've worked there for 10 years. Right, And it's yeah. like, really? Yeah. You can't just clock me in. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's a great analogy. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <sighs> so we need to remember, though, that we want to look up the seven laws of Noah. We should write just, it down. So we, this is I'm what I need to, my whiteboard for. I'm, I'm going to. I have it copied and pasted I know, on my list. I want a whiteboard. Okay. I know you want a whiteboard. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, there is a great deal of surviving rabbinic material concerning the fate of the soul after death, its experiences, and where it goes. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. At various points in the afterlife journey, the soul may encounter the following. Okay. Okay. Ready? Yeah. There's a thing called hibut ha kaver, which okay. are the pains and experiences of the physical, spiritual dissolution or reconfiguration within the grave. Oh, okay. It's it's the as your body is turning into spirit form. Ah, okay? so as you're rotting. Yeah, as you're rotting. Okay. <laughs> then you might meet Duma, which is another name that you might recognize from the show Supernatural. <laughs> she was right. one of the angels yeah. right. in heaven. Um, Duma, the angel in charge of funerary matters. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Satan as the angel of death or some other equally grim figure. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. The kaf hakala, the ensnarement or confinement of the stripped down soul within various ghostly material reallocations <laughs> devised for the purpose of cleansing a soul of contamination but not severe enough to warrant Gehenna. Okay. Okay. All right. So your soul is cleansed. This is reminding me a bit of a like a, um, like a department store. They, yeah. They, there's, there's all these different departments and yeah, stuff that are handling through, different things. You go through each yeah, stage. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then of course there is Gehenna. You sure. Know, right. Which is pure purgatory. Wait. Wasn't in, in this? Okay. In this okay. version. Or, okay. or burning. Or burning hell. Slash yeah. Hell. You yeah, don't know. Right. You don't know. Yeah. And. Gan Eden, which is the heavenly respite or paradise, a purified state. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So the Garden of Eden. Right. Right. Okay. The world to come, which is called paradise. Okay. Okay. And this is where 
I was like, oh, no, I got to stop, okay? Jeez. I Yeah, but I had to read some of this, okay? Okay. Okay, you're going to love this. All right. Okay, so Paradise is said to have a double gate made of carbuncle guarded by 600,000 shining angels. Wait, what is carbuncle? I don't know, type of metal? I don't okay. know. Okay, all right. I don't fucking know. Seven clouds of glory overshadow paradise. Seven. Count them. Seven yep. clouds. Yep. Okay. Got it. Under them, in the center of paradise, stands the tree of life. The one that fucked everything up in the beginning? I don't know if it's the same fucking tree. But probably. That was the tree of knowledge that they ate oh, from. okay, okay. This is the oh, tree yeah. of life. Oh, yeah. Okay, the one. Okay. There were two trees. Yeah. This is the tree of life. Got it. I think the tree of knowledge would let them know they're naked, and the tree of life would let them be... Uh, live forever. Sure. Okay. okay. So the tree of life overshadows paradise too. And it has 15,000 different tastes and aromas. Damn. That winds blow all across paradise. Amazing. Can you smell all 15,000 of them? <laughs> I suppose um, it depends how the winds blow in that day. You know? <laughs> I smell me some Heinz 57 chicken. Mm. <laughs> Under the tree of life are many pairs of canopies. One of stars and the other of sun and moon. Okay. This, so this is, is a little like uh, like the turtles all the way down type thing. Astrology. Like it's just like there's this massive thing that, yeah. that encompasses whatever. Okay. Yeah. And, right. and, and and like I said, some astrology thrown in there yeah, for yeah, good yeah. measure, right? right? Okay. So um, there's the tree and then the canopies and the canopies have stars and sun and moon. Okay. Yeah. While a cloud of glory separate, separates the two. Got to love those clouds of glory. This separate cloud from the other seven okay. that were, you yeah. know, up in the sky. Right, right, okay? right. In each pair of canopies sits a rabbinic scholar who explains the Torah to you. Okay, <laughs> He's, he finally, you finally get to know the answers. Okay, That's he awesome. explains the Torah. Yeah. Okay, right? That's great. Okay, when you enter paradise, you're proffered by Michael the Archangel to God on the altar of the temple in the heavenly Jerusalem. Okay, so you know, I. I I wonder if time works different because there didn't used to be as many people as there are now, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. but people die like a lot, like probably thousands a second, you know, uh-huh, uh-huh. this, how do they keep up with the demand? Time runs different in heaven. Didn't and that's, you know? that's what I mean, uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. so it's not yours to know. Stop con- it. Stop questioning. Con- that's convenient. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I wonder if time ran different back then. Sure. Or if it, just, it just started after, like you know, population became a problem. Well, I wonder how the other continents do. Maybe they, Santa, do they get? Maybe Santa introduced the time running differently thing. That could. He's be. like, hey, I don't know how you want me to get these fucking presents out, but uh, we need to change some laws. Now, you know, do like you physical mean, laws need to change? Do you mean Coca Cola Santa or do you mean Saint Nicholas? I don't fucking care. See, but yeah. there's always the the yeah. Which guy do you mean? Oh, there's a lot more than that, even. Oh, I know. So, okay. I know. Yes, I do know. <laughs> um, one is then transfigured into an angel. So you get to, mm. you turn into an angel. That's awesome. Okay? Yeah. With the ugliest person becoming as beautiful and shining as the grains of a silver pomegranate upon which falls the rays of the sun. So they're admitting that there are ugly people. There are ugly people, but and they God won't, made those ugly people. God made them, but they won't okay. be ugly in heaven. Right. Everybody even, gets to be beautiful in heaven. Even the ugly people get to be pretty. Yeah. The Finally. Ugly, the ugly people that God made. Yeah. Okay. Because God makes ugly people. God makes ugly people. It's finally. It's said right it's there. It's said. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The angels that, aren't you glad I like 
Yeah. I had yeah, to go through this. Tough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the angels that guard paradise's gate uh-huh. adorn the soul in seven clouds of glory, crown it with gems and pearls and gold, place eight myrtles in the hand. Myrtles, and, huh? Myrtles. Yeah. And praise it for being righteous while leading it to a garden of 800 roses and myrtles watered by many rivers. Wow. Yeah. That sounds really ridiculous. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Done All it. Right. Yeah. Done it. Yeah. Paradise is divided into seven sub-paradises. Of course it is. Each one 120,000 miles long and wide. I don't know who measured this. Right. And again, space. Right. Um, okay. Space-time continuum. But there's actually measurements of, of, of 120,000 miles long and wide. Okay. Square. It's a square. Sure. Okay. Okay. Depending on one's merit, a soul is assigned to one of these sections of paradise. Mm. Okay. So you can be only thus good or you can be really good. Oh, I'm about to tell like you. all kinds of levels of good. I'm about to tell you the sections of paradise. Okay. All okay? right. Yeah. Yeah, and that after that I had to quit. I was like, oh, I could I could keep going. There was so much more. Okay. So here are the sections of paradise. Okay. The first is made of glass and cedar and is for converts to Judaism. Oh, okay. Okay. So you can't be top tier if you converted to Judaism, apparently. No, that's the furthest out. Got it. It's the first in that it's furthest out from the center. Got it. Okay. Like it's the outer ring. Yeah, so like, but that's what I'm saying. But like, you, if you die, the converts are not, you know, never going to make it to the top tier. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you're not going to make it to that center ring. You can't. Because you're you're a convert. You aren't, you aren't, you're in paradise, though. You're not complaining. Well, I mean, you might see those other, you know, clouds of heaven or whatever and be like, no, you are content. You're You're content. content. Okay. Yeah, that's the whole point of paradise is that you're in paradise. Got it. You're content. So then why why do they need different sections? That I don't know. I think that is (laughs) (laughs) man-made. Okay, so that's the first. The second is of silver and cedar, and it is for penitence. Mm, Yeah. The ones that are no matter where they are, they're always going to be happy. Yeah. So it doesn't really fucking matter. It doesn't really fucking matter. Okay, I'm just checking. you got to keep them separated. I guess. (laughs) The third is of silver, gold, gems, and pearls, and it is for the patriarchs, Moses, and Aaron, the Israelites that left Egypt and lived in the wilderness, and the kings of Israel. Hmm. All the kings of Israel? You know, the ones. The The ones that Do the good ones and the bad ones get to go? Probably. No, not the ones that they specifically said don't get to go. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, there was a whole section on that that I didn't copy in that um, talked about which kings were um, grandfathered in, so to speak, and which yeah. ones were like, well, your son was okay, so we'll let you in even though you're evil. Well, and it's an interesting thing that they say Moses is there because to me, I thought that like kind of the thought when he was not allowed into Israel was that that was kind of a take on he's not allowed into paradise. Paradise. Right. right? But he is. But he's he in is. Paradise. He's in paradise. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. So the fourth is of rubies and olive wood, and it is for the holy and steadfast in faith. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The ones who never fucked up in the first place. Yeah. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. The fifth is like the third, except a river flows through it, and its bed was woven by Eve and the angels, and it is for the Messiah and Elijah. Okay. 
So okay. the Messiah and Elijah. They get their own little section. Wow. They get the whole 120 by 120,000 <laughs> to themselves. Okay. Yep. Yep. The sixth and seventh divisions are not described, except that they are respectively for those who died doing pious acts and those who died from illness and expiation for Israel's sins. Okay. okay. So they're like, yeah. Okay. Now, I didn't copy any more than that because, like I said, I I had to stop somewhere. But I did read a little bit ahead, and that's just paradise, okay? Mm -hmm. Then there's, like, super paradise, which <laughs> is, like, um, God's altar. Okay. And it also has subdivisions. And so, like, blameless babies. Oh, and, God. Um, oh, what's the dogs his face? Have a place. Uh, they were not mentioned. Dogs were not Damn mentioned. It. But Disney, all dogs do go to that's heaven. That's what I was going to say. All dogs go to heaven. That's not a Disney It wasn't movie. Disney? No, no. No. Well, shit. Whatever. I'm, I'm not sure what it was. It wasn't DreamWorks either. But it, it wasn't Disney for sure. Got it. Okay. Um, um, That one guy that uh, he went off to... He got swooshed to heaven in his Yeah, that was chariot. Joshua. Joshua, yeah. There's a space for him up in, in the altar. Oh, Joshua's in super, in super heaven. Super huh? paradise. Damn. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. God paradise. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, I forget. There was some other one. What about but David? I don't remember. He might be up there too. But the Messiah is in the lower. I think he's in the lower heaven. But why is the Messiah? I don't fucking like, know. How is, that doesn't make any sense to me. I don't fucking know. Okay. I didn't. Look, I did not make these rules. I did not separate them myself. Because I would have just said, here's heaven, y'all go nuts. Right, yeah. Everybody, like, gets a tree. Have fun. Sure. Yeah. Unless you don't want to live in a tree, and then you get, what, I don't know, a cave, a house, whatever you fucking want. It's heaven. Right. Go nuts. But have at it. You're God. Why does it got to be 120,000 miles? I, I, don't, I don't get it's it. It's so arbitrary. It's really arbitrary. And I, and I think they're going to run out of room eventually. I think that the whole point of God and heaven is infinity and magic. Right? That's what I'm saying. It's infinity and magic. They're not going to run out of room. Okay, but then why do they measure it? Again, man, man made. Right. No, I know. I'm just man made. I'm stupid. It out didn't there. didn't think it through. Right. Didn't get their story straight. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think they were trying to convey super big. Yeah. No, I get it. But I they get it. instead of just using super big, right? They put a number. They put on number it. on it. If you like it, then you want to put a ring on it. Mm, okay. You should have put a ring on it. Right. And he did put a ring on it. Yeah. And it was 120,000 square feet. Miles. Miles. That's what I said. No. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything else for us or was that? I mean, uh... I could have gone on. Okay. I had to stop somewhere. That's where I stopped. I'm sure we'll probably dig back into this at some point. We will have Maybe to. Maybe in a Patreon, but sometime. So the question I think in the beginning was, do Jews believe in an afterlife? I guess. Yes. Hmm. At least if you were a Jew after 200 BCE. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was also, they're waiting for a Messiah to yeah, come. Yeah, right. I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't? Well. That's like where the whole, like, Jesus thing came from. Like, that's, that's, that's what it is. Right. But so Christians are waiting for Jesus to come back. Right, and right. the Jews are waiting for, so they might all Jesus be waiting. Jesus never arrived for the Jews. Right. But. So the Jews and the Christians might be waiting for the same guy at this point. Because for the Christians, he already came back. He already came once, but he's supposed to come back, right? Yeah. And for the Jews, he's supposed to come eventually, right? So they could be waiting on the same guy at this I, point. I suppose. I suppose. 
I'm just Maybe. saying. Yeah. Okay. So what? What do um do the other? What's that other religion? Um, the the Islam. Mus- Islam. Mu- the Muslims. Do they believe that a Messiah is coming? I think I I don't know enough to speak intelligently about that religion as yet. Right. So I, I don't obviously know, I don't either. I don't know the exact asking. answer to that I know. I think Muhammad is a prophet of. I, I don't, that's, that's as far as my knowledge okay. goes really. And, you know, like I know tidbits, just like we are doing with the Bible. Right. I know tidbits about that I know religion. even so less about that religion than I do I'm not I even going to pretend to know or think that I know what to say about that. So, okay. I, I'm just curious because if they're waiting for a Messiah too, then I don't understand why they don't all get together and be like, so we're all waiting for the same guy by a different name. Let me, let me ask you just, just mm-hmm. to, you know. For, for shits and giggles here. Mm-hmm. Um, how did different cultures and religions, how did that go in the Bible? Right. When, no, they, got to, when they got together. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. It didn't usually end up very good. No, because um, men are territorial. Right. Yeah. And it's all about well, land. More than that, God told them to kill the other people. No, it was all about land. I know and that. They used God I know that. as a means of taking land and to justify. Right. So... Men are territorial and want land. Yeah, yeah. And that's what it comes down to. No, I, I get it. I get it. Yes. All right. Do we have anything else to cover? I don't think so. I, All right. I think I did a lot. You did a lot. You did a lot. And at some point, maybe we'll do more. We will do more. We will do more. Because I need to know the seven laws of Noah, and I need to know more about all of these sections of heaven. And Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's ridiculous. I agree. We okay. should work out how many people can fit in 120,000 square miles. Like standing um, arm to arm? Yeah, like, sure. Or like if everybody puts their arms up, you get like a certain amount of personal space. Yeah, right. But are they like jammed in? I don't or, know. Well, I well, mean. That, if we you're going to measure we, by. We could find. I mean, there's, there's there's numbers about how many people have died in the world so far. So like you could figure that out kind of. If okay, you, but. You wanted to know how many people could fit into the space, and it will depend on how you're packing them. Sure. Are you packing them tight, or are you packing them... I suppose it depends on how many people are up there, you know? Okay. So, I mean, it's just going gonna, gonna to depend on how many people might possibly be in, in that place. Well, I'm thinking that they're probably going to have to be packed in like sardines, is well, my and guess. It sounds to me like there's like lower levels where most of the people are. And then there's these other levels where there's only a few things going on, you know? So we've got, so, like, nobody lives in Montana and everybody's jam-packed in New York. Right. And then you got to ask. You, you have to ask. At some point, does the fact that there's so many dead people mean that it becomes hell? <gasps> oh, I'm just saying. That you've only got chills. limited amount of space. So. Like, to me, people are hell. <laughs> like, honestly. Right? Yeah. 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 You got the people like, oh, I was here. Just you know. And then mm-hmm. and then somebody's like, he accidentally gets booted up to the next level up because there's no more room. And everybody shuns him because they're like, you're not supposed to be here. Or they Where's start moving pass? people down to Gehenna. <gasps> they're oh, like, fuck it. You weren't, you weren't quite. You just get the grave. This person's a little bit better than you, so you're getting You get demoted. the grave. Yeah. Sorry. Bye. No um, paradise for you. Yeah, you're done. You're paradise merely is, grave. You lost paradise. Yep. That All sounds right. like a song. Lost paradise. I I think it's yeah. Anyway, we paved paradise to put up a parking lot. Right. All right. We're just like not ending this. No, I so know. So we're Sorry. gonna end this now. Okay. Bye. Bye.
husband. Wife. Do you know what this is? Uh, yeah, I think we're doing our book club thing. Yeah, because it's Sunday. We're doing Sacrilegious Book Club. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, and we are reading a treasury of Jewish folklore, stories, traditions, legends, humor, wisdom, and folk songs of the Jewish people. Okay. Edited by Nathan Ozzybell. Sounds great. Yeah, and today we are going to learn about resisting temptation. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. So yeah. Shall we get on into this then? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okie dokie. Okay. So this book, A Treasury of Jewish Folklore, um, started with part one, which was Jewish Salt. Do you remember us reading stories in that section? Yeah, it feels like forever ago. It was, because now we're in part two, which is Heroes. Okay. And the first part of Heroes was Wise Men, and we read a bunch of shit under that. And now we are in part two of part two, (laughs) (laughs) which is Holy Men. And today we are reading about resisting temptation. Okay. Which starts on page 165. Let's see how these guys resist temptation. Well, there's no introduction. No it intro. It just hops right into the story. They don't want to tempt you. No, with, they with don't. This, with this chapter. They don't. Now, I'm only going to read a couple of the stories. I think three of the short stories out of this section. Okay. Okay. One thing that I found really cool about this section is that... I assumed that resisting temptation would all be about men trying to avoid the temptation of lusting after a woman. Right. And I mean, there were several stories that fell under that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Like the first one I read is definitely going to do that. Okay. But they also had some other stories that were resisting other kinds of temptation, which I thought was cool. Okay. Okay. And yeah. I'm going to read one of each of those. Got it. Okay. okay. Yeah. So the first one I'm going to read is called... Rabbi Amram's Temptation on page 169. Okay. Once some heathen brought a number of captive Jewish girls to Nahardra, Nahardea. Yes, that that place is where he brought them to. Got it, yeah. The Jews in the town redeemed them by purchase from the hands of the heathen. Mm. So he had slave girls. Slaves. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. And then the Jews bought them to redeem them. You know what right, I mean? but do they still be slaves? I don't think so. Okay. The girls were then brought to the house of Rabbi Amram Hasida, the holy, to spend the night there. Everybody knew that no more secure place could be found for them than in the home of the saint. Okay. Rabbi Amram had the girls led up to the garret and then ordered the ladder removed from there. During the night, when all were fast asleep, one of the girls came to stand at the garret window. Rabbi Amram looked up and was dazzled by her beauty. He became confused, could not understand what was happening to him. Finally, a mysterious power triumphed over his better judgment, drawing him up to the garret, to the captive girl with her, with the luminous face. Okay. I promise it's okay. Yeah, no, I get it. But I mean, the... It wasn't what? his what? fault. Satan was possessing oh, him. Oh, of course. It's yes. always Satan or yeah, something. Yeah, men are totally in control of their dicks, like I've always said they are. Yeah. And when they're not, it's not their fault. It's Satan. Right. Mm. Okay. They're not monkeys. Okay. They're just being possessed by Satan. Mm. That, yes. That's, yes. That's not true. No, that is not true at all. <laughs> 
Rabbi Amram lifted up the ladder, which was so heavy that usually 10 men were required to move it. Wow, he really was uh, He wanted to fuck Mm, bad. Yeah. Yeah. In that instant of his passion, he became so strong that he himself was able to carry it to the garret. He began to climb the ladder rung by rung. When he had ascended halfway, he regained control of his emotions Mm. and cried out, fire, fire. What the fuck? He pulled the fire alarm. (laughs) Hearing his cries, the rabbis who lived in the neighborhood came running to help him put out the fire. But when they saw that there was no fire, they reproached their colleague. We are ashamed of you, Amram. Okay. Far better that you should be ashamed of me in this world than that I should be ashamed of myself in the next, replied Rabbi Amram. So he he, he understood that he wasn't going to be able to stop himself. Mm-hmm. So he literally called fire. Yes. Okay. Yes. Wow. Yes. Okay. Yeah, but he resisted temptation. Mm, yeah, he did. I I guess. I think that maybe he shouldn't have fucking been tempted in the first I, place. I think, I think that that original statement where he this was the <laughs> safest place yeah. was false. It was also, really, that was the safest place, huh? Right, yeah. Those this poor guy girls. guy who almost... Almost raped them. Right, yeah. 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 Now, the story before that was called Nathan with the Halo. And I'm not going to read it because it's like two and a half pages long. Mm-hmm. But just to give you a sense of where these stories are. Yeah. Um, there was a, uh, another man who was in love with this woman mm-hmm. who was married. But he was so in love with this woman that he was like sick. He got In love sick. or lusting over her? It said in love. Okay. But she was beautiful. So I guess probably in lust fits better. Right. But he was so in love lust that... He got super sick. Okay. okay and yeah. he could not even leave his house anymore. Mm, poor guy. Yeah. So at the same time, the beautiful wife, her husband got super sick. Right? Okay. And so um, he couldn't pay his bills. And so he went to debtor's prison. Oh. Yeah. That damn. sucks. Whereas yeah. the first guy, he's super rich. Right. Okay. So um, the husband that's in jail in debtor's prison, yeah. he's like, beautiful wife, go ask the rich guy if he will lend you enough money to pay off my debt so that I can get out of jail so that I can work so that, you know, right. we can pay off the loan. Yeah. And she's like, I think that's a bad idea. You know, that dude's in love with me. Right. <laughs> and he's like, well, fuck you then, because you're just going to leave me here to rot. You suck, bitch. No, obviously I'm paraphrasing, paraphrasing, but that's basically how that went. So she wept and went home and was like, oh no, whatever shall I do? Wherever shall I go? Right. And then she went back to the prison and he was like, you going to do it? And she's like, God, no, he's in love with me. That's going to, it won't, it won't be good. Right. You're trying to make me like go prostitute myself to him or what? Jeez. Right. You know, I'm sorry you're in prison. Like, what can I do? And he's like, you don't do this. I'm going to die and and go to hell anyway because you know i'm in jail so fuck you anyway jesus yeah so finally she goes back home and she cries a lot and then she comes back and is like fine i'll fucking do it whatever Uh so she goes to the guy and begs for money right yeah and he's like oh yeah i'm so in love with you i'm gonna fuck the hell out of you right okay and then she's like but you know please don't because you know i'm a married woman you're gonna trash my marriage and um, you know, don't you want to, you've, you've lived an upright, perfect life up until this very moment. Don't ruin your place in heaven. That's assured to you through one stupid moment. 
Right. And whatever she says, like, gets through to him. And he's like, oh, you are so right. I feel terrible. Here, take the money. Go help your husband. You're right. You're right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So then um, he feels so shitty because, you know, Satan left him. Right. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So he, he started feeling better. He got better right. after that. Yeah. Right. So he feels so bad that he um, repents, 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 and never looks at another woman again. Right. But um, one day he's walking around town and this rabbi's like, wow, you're um, looking mighty halo-ific over there. Oh, and I forgot to tell you. Um, so the girl paid the man's debt, her husband's debt, and he got out of prison. But he's like, I know you fucked him. Like, oh, yeah. Even though geez. she did what he wanted, then he's wow. like, I know you dick. fucked him. You're you're a cunt. Wow. And she's like, I didn't, though. I love you. I did everything you wanted me to. I promise I didn't. And he's like, yeah, right, whatever. And oh he totally God. doesn't believe her. Yeah. So anyway, um, this rabbi's like, wow, rich guy that used to be in love but now isn't. Um, you have a halo over your head. What's up with that? And he's like, I do. I didn't know that. Like, what's up? And so he tells him the whole story of what happened to him and he, that he feels like horrible. And so anyway, the rabbi takes him under his, his wings and is like, you are a great example of repentance and um, of not giving in to temptation, which right. is what this section is about. Yeah. So I'm going to teach you the Torah. So he becomes this great wise man, right? Mm -hmm. And one day um, the husband is like walking by and he's like, who's that wise man over there? And then they tell him who he is and he's like, oh, shit, my wife wasn't lying. And so then he goes home and he's like, my bad, you're great. <laughs> and she's like, no shit, dumbass. <laughs> and everybody lives happily ever after the end. Yeah. But Except you, for that all men are stupid in the Bible. All men are gross, but Especially. it's not their fault. Right. <laughs> they're they're taken over by the devil. I guess. So that's a theme. The, the reason I, I didn't read it is too long, but I had to tell you about it so that you could see that that's a fucking theme. Yeah. Okay? Got it. In this section. And so I have to ask, like, are they really overcoming temptation? No. This is bullshit. Yes. So, okay. But that's it. I'm not getting into that fucking sex right, bullshit right, anymore, yeah. okay? okay? The next story is A Real Thanksgiving. A Real and Thanksgiving. And it also is on page 169. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Maki the Drunkard and Fischl the Guzzler. The Guzzler. These, these are their nicknames. Okay. The Drunkard and the Guzzler. Okay? Got it. Yeah. They were in a repentant mood. They swore never to touch a drop again as long as they lived. Good on them. They shook hands upon it and started for home. So their temptation is alcohol. Sure, okay? I got that. On the way, they passed the village tavern. Things were merry over there. Snatches of song floated to them through the open windows. How jolly it is in the tavern, sighed Maki. I thought we agreed never to set foot again in that accursed place, Fischl reminded him in a chilling voice. Right. Oh, it's my old weakness that's drawing me there, sighed Maki. Oh, that's just the way I feel about it, muttered Fischl gloomily. <laughs> I'll tell you, suggested Maki. Let's close our eyes and run past the end without looking at it. Yeah. You're right. The temptation is too great, agreed Fischl. So the two shut their eyes tightly and ran like the wind past the tavern. Phew. Good job, guys. After a little while, they stopped running and opened their eyes. Oh, nobody's going to say now that I'm a weakling, cried Fischl, <laughs> the guzzler exultantly. I tell you, Maki, it's wonderful to have a strong will. With it, you can overcome every temptation. I feel offering thanksgiving to God for having escaped this danger. I tell you what, chirped Maki, the drunkard, brightly. How about going into the tavern and offering thanksgiving <laughs> over a nice glass of schnapps? Oh, my God. <laughs> 
So, again, I ask you, did they overcome temptation? (laughs) Okay, here's the last one I'll read. It's called Satan is Never Lazy. (laughs) And this one starts on page 170. Okay. It was a cold, wintry morning, and not a soul could be seen on the street. What was the... What was the amazement of the Shamus when the door opened and the rabbi came in all bundled up? Why so early, rabbi? It's cold enough to freeze one's ass off, he remarked. <laughs> it actually says ears, but oh, I okay. prefer ass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you say early? said the rabbi with a deprecating gesture. When I woke up and wanted to dress, I suddenly saw the evil spirit before oh, me. Oh, no. Sleep a little longer, rabbi. The cold is so terrible outside, he argued persuasively. <laughs> Be reasonable. I've got to get up and go to the synagogue for morning prayer, I appealed to him. Yeah. Don't be a fool, Rabbi, said the evil spirit to me. It's so nice and cozy in bed. Stay a bit longer. So people sleep in because of evil spirits? Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Impudent fellow, I cried. And that's what you call the devil. Yeah. Impudent fellow. Yeah. You weren't too lazy to get out of bed so that you might lead me into temptation. So why should I, a rabbi, sleep like some pampered lazy bones? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so what do you think I did? I told him to go to hell where he belonged. I jumped out of bed quickly and here I am. All right. So that was a short little section on overcoming temptation. Great. <laughs> and I don't think any of those people overcame temptation. No. None of that gave me any hope or inspired me in any way whatsoever. None of them took personal responsibility for being tempted in right. the first place. Yeah. And then all of them took pride in overcoming the thing that they said wasn't theirs to overcome because it was the devil. Right, right. So I'm like, you didn't beat the devil, you beat yourself. Right. And maybe you wouldn't have been so tempted in the first place if you took responsibility for your actions and admit it. I think that's the problem. Like, you know, that religion allows people to offset their their um, responsibility, mm-hmm. you know, and they, they don't have to abide by things that people deem normal right? because it's God taking care of it. Mm-hmm. And if God fails or if, if Satan tempts you, it's not your fault. Neither it's, time. It's all... It's yeah. all Something else's mm-hmm. thing that's happening. Yep. And, and I yep. hate, I'm like, no, it's you. It's fucking you. Yeah. Sometimes you fuck up and sometimes you do a great job. Right. You know, and, and that's the human but spirit, if you experience. Knew, if it was you that had, if you're the only person that has to improve, at least you know that you need to work on you. Right. Not, not some deity that's trying to tempt you or whatever. Right, right. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. So I I had a real hard time with that that section. Yeah, because, that was that was rough a little yeah, bit. So I didn't appreciate it. Yeah. Quite honestly. Well, it is what it is. It is too, isn't it? It is. So that was our book club for today. That was Sacrilegious Book Club. And we'll be back in two weeks with our next book club. Mm-hmm. Um, I will be getting together our weekly replay tonight. Um, tonight. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be back tomorrow with. Job chapter 21. All right. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh, my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. 
Oh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.